Oh. <laughs> uh, I found... Remember the weird dream I told you guys about last week? I remember I was like, you telling us. Yeah. I was I was living with one of my old roommates, like off grid on a mountainside. He was running a kook website from a hotspot that was like planted in the backyard. That I don't remember. Yeah. And then uh, Brad Pitt shows up, and he's like a government spy trying to take down this website. And my roommate's oh, like, "Oh yeah, they're on to me!" And he fucking scatters. And then. Brad Pitt shows me this cool like uh, water filter or water dispenser that only wastes one drop when you turn it off by like plugging in the hole with your finger. <laughs> He's like, huh? Huh? Pretty good, right? And James is going to miss the best part, which I totally forgot about until I went back and looked at my notes. Uh-huh. After my roommate runs away, Brad Pitt and I become detectives. Oh. And we go into uh, a bedroom that is not in the same house. And there is a dead white woman on the bed covered by a translucent tarp. And we take a look at her like around the corner. And we look at the uh, at the, like the dresser against the wall. And there are two brown Yeti hands with no thumbs. But the thumbs are detachable, and they're sitting next to the hands. So we each pick one up. I fuck around with mine. I'm like, okay, so that's how you reattach the thumb. And then I walk over to the side of the bed, like, peel back the corner of the tarp, and there's this dead white chick. And then, like, a logo appears above her head. She's, like, dead three hours. And then I put the the fully assembled Yeti hand next to her head, and I was like, that's like a Facebook like. And then I woke up. Wow. Yeah. You are yeah. a psychopath. I mean. Hey everyone, welcome back to the IO Panel Podcast, episode 192. My name's Evan, I'll be your host this week. With me at great risk and peril to their own lives and the lives of their families are James and Mike. How are you guys doing this week? Very good. Great. Great. Healthy, vigorous, mm-hmm. healthy, ready to wealthy def- and wise, my man. Ready to defend your, your rights as uh, an American citizen. As a sovereign citizen, thank you. <laughs> I I think I saw something on Reddit. They were like, this whole sovereign citizen thing, people, it's not what people think it is. So just forget about it. But I didn't read too much into it. It it could actually be exactly what you what were you think you it is. That Reddit thing that's like talking about laws. Uh yes. Yeah, that's I read. I went down that rabbit okay. hole too. And yeah, so, yeah, they were talking about sovereign citizens and stuff. Yeah. Did you read into that particular topic by any chance? I mean, just whatever they were talking about there on that exact okay. thing. I mean, I know about that already, but you know, it's um, you know, uh, they they were talking about uh, we weren't traveling, we we're you know whatever you know. Mm-hmm. And James and I have both read a book where some guys do that exact thing in the book. Although they don't use the word, the same words they were using in this Reddit thread. 
I forget the words now exactly, but they were saying in the book, they were saying, we're not traveling, we're locomoting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. We're traveling, we're locomoting. That's right. So <laughs> is, that, is it supposed to make you immune from local laws or something? Well, they argue that traveling is a business thing, you know, for commerce. Okay. Yeah, traveling for commerce. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm a hobo. Yeah, and like, we're not doing this for commerce. This is personal use, so it's not, you know. We don't need a driver's license. We don't need a, a license plate. We don't need nothing, you know? Like, Interesting. Yeah. I do love a good loophole. But it doesn't just because you can make a good argument definitely doesn't mean you'll get away with it. So that's fun. Right. Exactly. The sovereign well, citizen thing is, is funny. But mm-hmm. anyway. Um, excellent. Well, good to have everyone back. Did you have any uh, fun experiences or do anything significant? Make any contributions to mankind this past week? Mm. Went to work uh, mm-hmm. unscheduled this week. Ooh, out of the graciousness of your 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 kind heart, or were you called in? I was asked if I could go in, and I said, "Sure, no problem." Um, because we're we moving, the company we're moving appreciate a piece of equipment from somewhere from <laughs> our building to somewhere else. So okay, and they needed someone there to let the guy in, basically. So. Mm-hmm. So I was there for that, um, but because I was there, I ba- I basically just worked there that day because I was like, "All right, I'll just go in, I'll be there. The guy will get there. I'll go down there, meet him, you know, let him yep. do his thing, and then I can keep working at my desk, which is what I did." So there's nice a quiet environment. Really quickly, there not to tear us off to a fucking down up road, but I there think the go. sovereign citizen thing is hilarious. So I just googled like, do sovereign citizens need a driver's license? And on policeone.com, it's like nine things to prepare you for when you're encountering sovereign citizens. <laughs> this is great. Just what I'm reading. I'm just gonna post this in the extra session for Michael to come back to you later when he if he wants to on his own time, and for anyone who's listening because it's so cool to read. <laughs> like this thing is like. A sovereign citizen may give you a pile of paperwork when simply prompted for a license. The paperwork is often totally unrelated to your request for identification. If they do give you identification, it may very well be fraudulent from a place that does not even exist. It's just like, this is this is great. So, I'll link that in the extras. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, apart from that, Evan, um, that's about it, really. Nothing else to... To groundbreaking, earth-shattering. Okay. You can save babies or develop a um, life-saving vaccine or anything. You can go to space and return unscathed. Make first contact with the alien race. I didn't go to space scathed or unscathed. I <laughs> didn't go at all. So, <laughs> so yes. Well, fine. How boring. Right. I looked at some videos on YouTube, you know, as one does. Uh, read some Reddit. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, what? I thought we discussed before the show, you still haven't don't know what Reddit is. We never said that. You guys thought, think that for some reason. I don't think that. This is a James thing. Because James found out about it like five months ago, and now everyone who doesn't know about it is an idiot. <laughs> But I already knew about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, we've okay. 
Okay. Right, I found out. Ab- I found out about Reddit maybe like two years ago. Okay. You're like, I know, is this like I know, Dig? I know. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's like Dig, but not like. <laughs> I knew about it. I was just scared of it, and I couldn't figure out how to use it. Because mm-hmm. I'm old. Yeah. Hey, that's fair. What's up, it old can, man? It can know? be intimidating, and like I've said before, if you just go to you know Reddit Home or News or something, it's you're going to be inundated with trash. If you if you're looking for something specific, there's probably a subreddit for that, which can be very helpful. Right. I'm subscribed to a bunch of subreddits with my interests. Right. And so I go to the homepage and I just see stuff from those things. Right. You know? Fair enough. There needs to be a better way to find things on Reddit. That's the problem. I mean, if you, you search for things pretty well, if you if you search for specific things, things, you can find it. But if you just wanted to be like experience Reddit, there's not really a way to do that except for go to the homepage and get trash, like Evan said. Like it's that, or I can go at the top and you click, uh, you know, show me something random or whatever. Yeah, but I, right. I mean, I don't want to do that. Like, like, uh, for instance, I just discovered a Reddit, uh, um, how room porn. It's amazing. Room porn. Oh, like this it's room like, is very nice. Yeah, it's like nice home decor rooms. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yep. You know, and like Evan showed us, uh, I think Earth porn or or something. What's it? It's like pictures of the of of, of Earth of like. Skyline, sunsets, forests, that kind of stuff. I don't remember that, but that sounds like something like, I may have done. I mean, that's a thing, yeah. I don't know if Evan showed it to us. Yeah, yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. He did. He, 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 okay. It was in his extras from like a year ago, I think. But yeah, oh, I mean, there's some really great stuff on Reddit, but it's just hard to find. Like, you won't even know what you're interested in. And I realize you can get out of control with your subreddits. You, you, I mean, I have been very careful. I've added like Wall Street Bets, Escape from Tarkov, a couple room porn things, shitty food porn, and mm. uh, pizza. Uh, and I don't know how I, I... That was when I was bungling around, didn't know how it worked, and I just subscribed to pizza. <laughs> so now <laughs> I see like a picture. I see like, the occasional picture of pizza on my Reddit home. I'm like, why is this here? You know? But Trey, yeah. like, do you want pizza? Yes. Yeah. I was and like, like I you subscribe. You're like, where's my pizza? <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, you can just like subscribe yourself to where you, you can't even use it anymore, you know? Yeah. Just gotta be careful. And if you want to get sidetracked on most subreddits on the right hand side, they'll have some like related ones that the mods have listed, and you can just keep going down rabbit holes that way. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Oh, yeah. Like I pointed out this the Star Trek ones. There's a Star Trek one. Mm-hmm. There's, we talked about the Daystrom Institute before. Yep. Which is like the crazy one, you know? Um, we're like, this is serious business, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. like, how dare work? you insult Canon? Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's some good stuff on here. Ask yep. Reddit. That's one I'm, I'm subscribed to. Yeah. Yep. That's where we saw the sovereign citizenship, right? Yeah. Yep. I do like that. And, um, there's also, there's two other ask one. Uh, there's a bunch of other ask ones. There's a, uh, ask Reddit after dark, which can get a little saucy. Huh? Uh, oh, Oh my! And then there's uh there's there's ask men, which is neat. And then there's ask women, which has been taken over by trans women. So they're ve- that's a very hostile subreddit. Oh man, that's too bad. Unfortunately, I'm I'm part of ask women, but it's I think it's called ask women advice. Something like okay. That. Y- so yet another one. Uh, there's like yeah. little offshoot. It's, that is definitely different. 
That's my problem. I that's probably my biggest problem with Reddit is like like there's one uh I forgot there's a there's a VR app that lets you create things that I have uh and so I just searched for like I thought maybe they have a subreddit and there's like eight subreddits but they're all like blah 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 this and slash blah 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 that and blah blah, blah. I'm like ugh mm-hmm. so where where's the official one where do I start where's a good one there's like three or four for Tarkov like there's the Tarkov one, and then the pe- some people got angry because shit got pulled down, so then they made their own called Cheeky Breaky, and it just like goes on and on and on. So I wish, I don't know, I wish it was a little more kind of narrowing. I hate that I'm missing some good memes or good content or good questions. And um, you know what I did start following, mm. which is going to be uh, kind of a, a, a spicy take, but I did just start following the trans subreddit the reason i started following it is because i'm really interested it, it, it feels like it almost feels like when you go to these subreddits that you don't belong in that you're like sticking your head in a room where mm-hmm. people are having an intimate conversation about their feelings about things and it's interesting to see how people feel about like the stuff they're going through so like just i, I occasionally get the peep in on these like little conversations people are like having about coming out as being trans or being in or the bullshit they deal with from other people and stuff. It makes you, makes me feel a little bit better. gives me a better feeling for them and what they're going through from the outsider's perspective. But I just love like poking in, like, I think I'm a member of a police uh, subreddit and I'm like, Ooh, mm. <laughs> law enforcement <laughs> professionals. You, know, like, <laughs> you don't know I'm that one of you. You know, I just love that's, that, dude. Lurking. That's great. Next time I'm you lurking, get pulled yeah. over, the cop is like asking for identification. He's like, don't worry. I'm a member of the subreddit. Yeah. Or Are you, I'm one of you. <laughs> yeah. Are you Jerry Sales Boat? Are you slash Jerry Sales Boat? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember I told you my dad used to put the thing in the window? The that, fucking uh, cop policeman's ball envelope or whatever? No, 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 not that. Uh, he put the, the thin blue line M&Ms. sticker? Oh, the M&M's oh. Peter made thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah what is that? Peanut M&M, a bag of, you know, like a packet of peanut M&M's that you would buy, like the yellow ones? Yeah. He would put that package in the in the window in his car if you like it was like going to like park in dc or something like on the uh-huh. street so they would be melted when you came back no because it supposedly signals that you're a meter maid and uh, so other this sounds like maids, an urban legend other meter maids won't ticket you i had heard this before and michael said this to us he said it he said it to us a while back but i had heard about it before so i think it's a thing but i don't know if it's still I mean, a thing it's probably not Look, a thing now i mean but, yeah. we all heard that marilyn manson had a rib removed but that's also not true that's yeah you're right about that but i, I think the meter made thing is like a, a true thing at one time but my dad mm. also did put a sticker in his window um from the fraternal order of police yeah okay which I've been trying to get one goddamn forever. It doesn't work. And it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't. But there's you know, a friends and family one can't hurt. that no, there's my, my dad told me the whole thing about this because I asked him about it years ago when he was still a cop. And he was like, he was like, a cop doesn't need to see that because when he comes up to your car, he's going to look and see your badge. He's like, you open your identification and you see he sees your badge. So that's not going to work. You're not going to deter a police officer with a fraternal order police thing. Most police probably won't care that you donated, especially if you've done something heinous or done something that they deem that they just have to fucking pull you over for. 
Now mm-hmm. he said that the friends and family FOP sticker might work on some police officers in some places, but depending on how big the city is, it's you know it probably won't work. Small towns it probably works, but he's like you know, but he's like that's the one you want, you know. Which he showed it to me once because he had one for my stepmother, but. I mean, he said, "Don't bet on it. <laughs> don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't bet your your criminal life on it." Yeah, you know, it might give you slightly more leniency in a minor traffic yeah, infringement exactly. or something. Exactly. You may, you may, like, if you're prone to getting harassed by cops or something because you have a crazy car or something, that might help you. But if you've done something stupid, you're going to get pulled over. It doesn't matter. Friends and family will be damned. Right. So yeah, cops don't care about that stuff. And meter maids' lives suck, so I doubt they give a shit about peanut M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your dad came back, found his windshield smashed, and the M&Ms were gone yeah. with a ticket in his place. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Thanks for the snack, Jackoff. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Good. Uh, well, I did a good deed, and I told you guys I had basically sent my mom... A, uh, a miniature podcast studio for uh, just as a gift, but also she was like, "Oh, thanks for the Mother's Day present." I was like, "Sure." He's like, "Oh, shit. you're yeah, welcome." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we spent like uh, a couple weeks ago. We spent about an hour. I was teaching her how uh, to plug headphones in and that they'll override her speakers and how to adjust the volume and all that stuff. And uh, she was so hesitant. To plug in the the USB microphone, she had been uh, doing her remote voice lessons and everything with the webcam mic. She's like, oh, it sounds fine. You know, my students haven't complained. So we got the USB microphone hooked up. And I was like, so you want to hear what you really sound like now? She's like, so we got, you know, went into Windows sound settings and listened to this device. She was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. But I hear an echo. So she had the microphone facing the corner of the wall. I was like, okay. So... Do 180, and she was like, "Oh wow, it's great now." It's like, "Good job, mom. <laughs> Love you. Happy Mother's Day." And uh, you know, we got that all set up on the boom so arm and everything. She is a sound engineer. She is not. That is accurate. I mean, not that I am, but you know, I'm just saying. Oh no! Oh, you're fine. Like, <laughs> I, it's I struggle with her sometimes. She's always afraid she's going to break something, which is, I guess. You know, uh, the the boomer mentality who didn't grow up with technology. Like, you know, we have our uh, our microphones on these, you know, what are they called? Like scissor arms or like. I was going to say gimbals. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not quite gimbals. Not quite. Yeah, you know, they, they move around and everything. But, you know, oh. uh, she'd be she's like hesitant to extend the boom arm on the stand that I got her or like tilt it down. Because she doesn't want to break the the tightening knobs and shit like that. I'm like, just you're fine. But right. it's all set up now. She had a um, lesson yesterday. She was supposed to she was supposed to call me and tell me how it all went. But, but I'm sure didn't? I'll talk to her later. No, she went great. <laughs> she lets me down left and right. I swear to God. That means it went great. If she didn't call you, that's a good yeah, thing. probably not a bad thing. You're probably right, James. But that was my good deed for the week. Uh, I'm looking nice. forward to having tomorrow off so I can continue to do nothing. Take a nap. Shower, perhaps. Um, 
as I, I showed you guys earlier, but I'll fill in the audience. Um, Whole Foods, if you make friends with the butcher by buying a ton of meat, you may be able to come back the next day and pick up uh, 10 pounds of fat trimmings to use any way you wish. For free. For free. And I did. So I have 10 pounds of fat. I, I think it's all beef fat, but I don't remember specifying, so there could be some pork fat in there. How much did you spend on the meat the previous day? Um, I'm going to do some quick math, quick maths, and say probably about $90. $90. Okay. Yeah. I got two really nice uh, grass-fed, dry-aged ribeyes. Those were 20 bucks each. And... It does, I mean, twenty bucks. It's it's borderline like that's a lot, but also, you know, for a one pound ribeye, it's not bad. Treat yourself if you go you go to Whole Foods, get their dry aged ribeye. It is a phenomenal steak. I urge everyone to just try it. It's like a revelation. Like James, you know, you got some some wagyu from Wegmans mm-hmm. that one time. You're like, oh, this is totally different. This is amazing. It's like that. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I'll haven't tried uh, been to Whole Foods too many times in my yeah. life. I'm trying to think where I don't know where the nigga uh where the nearest Whole Foods is to me, but I'll find one. I know there's a bunch in Rockville. So I'll, I'll maybe I'll pick some up. Yeah. So there's a Whole Foods. There actually is one not far from me right here, but I, I do recommend there. that. Yep. But. So I'm going to render my own tallow and uh, as a result James, you did you ever have uh pork cracklings in England? In England, no, I've had yeah. them here. Like okay, but they're like they're like, like pork chicharron, right? Well, they're like pork rinds, but with a, a little bit of fat on them yeah. instead of just crunchy skin. Yeah, and they're that, generally softer. Here. Yeah. So as a byproduct of rendering all this tallow, I'm going to have like these crispy, chewy fat bits. So I'm looking forward to snacking on those. So it's like it, so so not like chicharron or. Because I know cheese run has meat on it also. It has fat, meat. It's a little so, mix yeah. of tender and crunchy. So the 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 that we're probably thinking of that are like borderline tooth destroyers, imagine those being softer, and that's what's going to happen. Okay, so what you should try... I don't know if you've had these. I always thought... When I thought chicharron was these tooth destroyers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or like a, what we would call a pork rind, basically. But uh, pork rind is more like bubbly, like fried hard, and yeah, a chicharron like is more like skin. a solid piece of like you see. There's a d- clear delineation between skin and fat, yeah. Um, and it's kind of a dry, crunchy situation. But if you go to like a restaurant and order like a, I don't know who, what country they come from, but a Central American or South American restaurant that sells chicharrones, you're gonna get like this kind of soft. Hard mm. fried fat with big chunks of meat on it, and you're gonna get that nice thick layer of fat, but it's gonna be kind of semi hard, soft, crunchy situation, and it's gonna be very nice. I mean, they sell them. Uh, there's a place in in Wheaton that sells them, and maybe if they're open, if the world comes back online, by the time you're in town, I'll take you and Michael. We can go because they their chicharrones are amazing, and they give them to you in a little basket. They're fried up, and then you get like big chunks of meat, nice big pieces of fat, and you get like the thin layer of like kind of that kind of 
semi-tough cartilagey stuff, but they yeah. fry it hard, so that stuff's crunchy, very nice. Um, it's like an appetizer, um, but that's a chicharron, at least as this country knows it. I can't think of who, maybe there's, maybe it's El Salvador or something like that. Um, I'll have to fact, if that place is still there, we'll go. We'll go check it out. They're pretty good. We'll pick some up. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. So that's my plan for the week. Um, James, did you do anything amazing? Um, you know, let's see. I saw some you, movies. Mm-hmm. Did some movie watching. Uh, what else? Um, you're a race car driver now. Yeah, I bought a. I, I like about three or four weeks ago. I bought a racing wheel. Uh, for fucking five hundred and sixty-eight dollars, I paid for this thing. I paid about a hundred and twenty dollars more than it costs, but it's sold out everywhere. So the price, people are price gouging. Mm. I bought it, installed it, because I wanted something that I could do, give me VR head tracking, and do like give me more immersion. And this allowed me to do that. And you get a great sense of speed. I enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. I've now taken it apart because my desk isn't just re- isn't really rigged to have all this complicated shit on it in front of the keyboard. But probably in the next iteration. It'll be worth it for me to just buy either buy one of the little racing mounts where I can mount all this shit on it and I can just move that whole mount into place or have this sitting next to my desk where I can just move into it, you know, because I don't necessarily need the keyboard or the mouse to play this game. So I'll probably do something like that along lines like that. But, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. I I mean, it was worth it. I'm not going to talk about it this show just because I only played it once, but... Um, it's definitely definitely cool if you got VR and you want to extend your immersion a little bit. This is a great way to do it. You know, joy. It comes with a, it's a steering wheel and uh, pedals and a gear shifter, and it's totally it was totally worth the. Even I paid more than it was it was it costs. It was totally worth it. And actually, you sent me a great video. <laughs> you sent me a video of T Pain playing, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was watching him play, and I was like. Is this T Pain? Like I didn't even connect it. I just said, "Oh, yeah. you just sent me some wild black guy, fucking who's really good <laughs> at drifting in a set of Corsa, and um, which is the the Italian simulator game that I'm playing." And then I said, "Wait a second, is this fucking T Pain?" <laughs> yep. <laughs> which is really wild because he because uh, you know. <laughs> He has like, but it's kind of crazy, right? If you're that rich, you have your money invested in a bunch of wacky things. So he has a full, he has a full simulator rig down there because it's it moved and stuff as he moved, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, he has a nice he had, setup, like, hydraulic chair and, and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, but he was, I you know, this is the first time I'd seen him play that game, and I only really noticed it because it was the same game that you showed us, and uh, he was actually pretty good at drifting. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't see him. He, he and he was drunk. He's oh, like, he's just trash. He's drinking the entire time, and he's like, he's like, come here, wall, come here, wall, come here, wall. Ah! He's like yelling the whole time like a psychopath. It was cool though. Yeah, it was cool watching him do it. I mean, T Pain is a wild guy. I, I definitely get some credit, some credit for that because he's got some drift skills. Twitch is uh, really picking up. I noticed uh, an influx of celebrities and porn stars are like streaming a lot now. I guess because they can't be on set. Yeah, man. Did you hear about? And uh, you know, this is something else we should be talking about the show. But I, I just mentioned it really quickly. So Krasinski, I think his name's John Krasinski. Yeah. Yeah, he does a show on YouTube uh, that's like stay positive. 
Good News or something like good that? Good News, yeah. I've never watched it because I don't really give a shit about actors yeah. trying to become <laughs> show TV show hosts for some reason. Um, I just don't care about it. But he did this show called Good News, and he's done it for like eh, three weeks, four weeks, you know? And he dresses up a suit and sits in his living room and says whatever he says. I've never watched. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But now CBS optioned it, <laughs> and now they're going to turn it into a real TV show. Wow. And he's not even going to be on it. He's going to ex- executive produce. Well, hopefully he still has some say and just doesn't turn into I mean, garbage. But I don't think he I, cares. I think he just I got a he- fat payday. I think, I think a he's a genuine guy, but I mean, I money he is, helps. I can't see him being like, I want to be a TV person doing this wacky show. This is right. something he did when he was at home doing nothing, you know? And I think he probably thought, which I think a lot of celebrities think, and you guys know from the last show that I take issue with this, is that he thought, oh, I'm, I'm, I have a platform and I should really make a comment about what's going on in the world, you know, which I don't want celebrities to do. Look, I don't want cele- my celebrities to make comments about what's happening in the world. Just entertain me make me feel mm-hmm. good which maybe that's what he's dance. doing on this show dance i mean yeah, some of them dance. can yeah, you actually get paid make a lot of money. It, fucking dance bitch some of them can make <laughs> transition and yeah. we all know one example comedian actor politician al franken he's pretty good yeah 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 he was he that's was rare good. though yeah i think it is fred it is. dalton thompson what whom eric so, roberts yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> Eric Stoltz. No, um, no, Fred Dalton Thompson. So he's in the movie Die Hard Two. He's the head of the Dulles Control Tower or whatever. Okay, old white guy. Um, he is also in Law and Order. He's the oh yeah. He's the district attorney. Isn't he a senator or something? Yes, and then in real life he was a senator. He's dead yeah. now, but okay. I think he I looks can, like a senator. I can picture him. You can. If you saw him, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy looks like he's a senator or something. Right. He totally looks like he's a senator. Yeah, he's been in multiple movies. And yeah. And Ken, Ken Jong, is that his name? The doctor, actor. He's good. Not about politics, of course, but, you know, he's yeah. he has some some uh, expertise outside of television and comedy. Oh, the comedian, Mr. Uh, yeah, from Hangover. Yeah. He's hilarious, yeah. But I think that's how you do it, right? Like that's I think that's the right move. Like you notice there's one constant theme like Al Franken and the Michael just the guy Michael just mentioned, they're good actors. Mm-hmm. They're good politicians. Those roads don't cross. Mm. You don't platform, you don't come out as an empty-headed actor and decide you're going to platform something you're excited about because an actor to me is just as stupid as I am. I don't need his like what does he know that I don't know? Right. He Googled some shit. The earth is flat. I actually believe this. You know, I'm a Scientologist. Does anyone, you know, like, come on, man. Do either of you know any celebrities who believe the earth is flat? Yeah, no there's at any? least one famous one I know of. Like, uh, uh, there's a couple sports guys who've talked about the earth being flat. And there's one hot chick who talks about the earth being flat. I can't think of that. I'm going to look right now. I also cannot think of anyone. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm sure there are. I just don't know who they are. Yeah. Maybe uh, Jaden Smith. He seems like the type, right? Uh, yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> He's okay. Like... Uh, Kyrie Irving. Who's that? 
That sounds so familiar. Bas- he's a basketball player. Some oh. guy named B.O.B. He's a rapper in 2016. He's not famous, but he's a rapper. <laughs> the guy who wrote... <laughs> never mind. The guy who wrote The Odyssey. <laughs> uh, Geno Smith, another football football player. Okay, I wrote The Odyssey. Yeah. Homer? Yeah, Homer. Yeah, Homer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some guy who's been dead for hundreds of years believes that the Earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> they have another guy like that on this article. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Herodotus? Herodotus? Helicaratus or whatever, yeah. Yeah. In ancient, another ancient Greek, they're like, these ancient Greeks were horrible on this Earth-flat politics. <laughs> yeah, um, okay, we don't mean that. Tequila. Yeah. Tequila. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's not surprising. Bills Watkins, another football player. Uh, Draymond Green, a basketball, no, a basketball player. God damn. You know the worst <laughs> thing about this list? Every single person on this list, except for Tila Kila, is black. Really? <laughs> that's a problem. I was going to say I everyone's ass- not white. Yeah, every single person on this list is black. Well, I mean, the Greek guys, of course, they're they're forgiven. But I, I would have guessed that the person with the first name Bills would have been a white guy. Yeah. I guess I was uh, wrong. Because his name's Bills. Well. You know any Bills? Come on. No, but it sounds like a, a you know... A southern name could be a white guy. Well, not to me. But oh, but Kylie Jenner is nervous about chemtrails. Ted Nugent thinks global warming is a fraud. Mike Ruffalo, Mario Cotra, Cot Codler, and Charlie Sheen have expressed skepticism about nine eleven. Jaden Smith believes hidden Wakanda-like places exist on Earth. Terrence Howard thinks all math is wrong. <laughs> that oh, that's him. a good one. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that fits him totally. That's a good one. Uh, Bruce Terrence Willis Howard, can't believe Lee Harvey guy? Oswald killed JFK. Uh, who? Terrence Howard. That's the yeah, black guy, right? he's the black guy, yeah. The, the light-skinned black guy? Yeah. Bob yeah. thinks Earth is flat. We know that one. Weird. A lot of celebrities think 9-11 didn't happen. Let's mm. see what else. Uh, President Donald Trump says that most people are cheering on the other side. Okay, whatever. Um, well, that's yeah. We heard about that before. That's just stupid. Kyla Jenny's freaked out by chemtrails. Kanye West thinks the government created AIDS to kill black people and gay people. I've heard that a lot. Marion Colt Coulter and Whoopi Goldberg asked whether the moon landing was staged. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg's a renowned idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, Paris Jackson thinks her father Michael Jackson was murdered. Mm. Probably was by himself. He killed himself. Uh, that's uh, that's a form of murder. It's like like society, man. Society yeah. killed him. No. Jenny McCarthy, Rob Snyder, Donald Trump, Bill Maher, Robert De Niro all agree on one thing: you don't need vaccines. Yikes! Jim Robert Carrey is oh, anti neurotoxin. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah global warming. I'm against poison. MIA <laughs> thinks the CIA developed Google and Facebook and can control the flow of information. Eh. Terrence Howard believes that... Um, oh, yeah. Terrence Howard believes that one times one equals two, and that's all the, that all math is wrong. Jesus Christ. Dave hmm. Mustaine says President Obama organized mass shootings as to pass gun control legislation. Okay, this list goes on and on. I'm not going to read yeah. all these. <laughs> Dave Mustaine thinks that Obama staged shootings to pass gun control. That's a common belief in in Republican circles, though. 
They think that because and you know of this, all gun control has gotten looser, right? Not stronger. Since yeah, all these I mean, shootings. but that's the the myth is that gun control has gotten tighter. That Obama's trying to take people's guns, but it's actually they've been the opposite. Um, yeah, but they think it's false flag. Like, uh, oh, what's yeah, his I've name? Yeah. The uh, the water's turned. The the frog's gay. That guy, he, uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones is a huge. Per, uh, uh, believer in the false flag theory that um, Sandy Hook's a false flag operation and the yeah, kids I think were all he's actors. Being sued for that. Yeah, he is. That's a, that's all like how they perpetuate the scam, pushing their fucking deep state agenda. <laughs> right. Um, we, we're obviously we're not going to do this now, but I think on one of our shows, maybe you guys can think about it. We should talk about which subreddits we're subscribed to. And what's interesting that we've seen in them. Oh, that's a great idea. That's fair. Because that way, not only will we be like, oh, shit, I never knew that existed. You know, we can all get in exchange, but also for our listeners. They'll be like, yeah. what? You know, maybe we'll add also a see how crazy we are because we're probably subscribed to some crazy ones also. Yeah. Like, like birds aren't real. So mm-hmm. that's a good yeah, one. You're... Is that a subreddit? I thought that was just a meme that now has become out of control. I didn't know it was oh, a subreddit. It's, it's a subreddit. I put a link in my extra section here. Huh? I was in my Discord chat last night, and somebody said, and, and we were talking about the whole Biden thing, and, and the Russian guy in my chat said, black people aren't real. And then, then <laughs> Sam was in the chat, and Sam was like, like birds. And I was like, yeah, like birds. Birds aren't real either. <laughs> Uh, and we all had a semi-racist chuckle at that, so it was a good time. All right, nice. Speaking of about um, my name confusion about the list you were reading, you're like, oh, they're all black. That made me think of well, for anyone who doesn't know, my roommate is a giant Alabama football fan, and last year he clued me in to a couple of people on the team who had like the whitest names ever. So I looked at their roster and I'm going to read you a couple names and you tell me if this person is black or white in your opinion. Miller Forrestal. White. Yes. White, yeah. Quindarius Watkins. That's a black guy. <laughs> is that a real name? Is that a name from fucking uh, Key and Peele? <laughs> <laughs> it's a real name. Oh. But that those sketches are fucking great. And apparently they're right on because I'm sure I think one of the names they use is like Quindarius. Probably. Uh let's see. Uh LeBrian Ray. Black. Black guy. Correct. Yeah. Major Tennyson. Black. Black guy. White. Uh, what? Major. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It sounds wacky enough to be a black it's guy iffy. name though. Yeah. Apparently there's some guy named Drew Kobayashi. So interesting. So uh, we had a woman at where I used to work and her name was something like that, but not exactly like that. And I was like, clearly she's Japanese. Met her. She's the blackest woman there ever was. I was like, <laughs> okay. Well, what was her name? That's weird. I don't remember. Stephanie something. Oh, but if her first Stephanie like, Kobayashi. I mean, her first name's like Stephanie. There's a good chance she mm-hmm. just married to some Asian guy, or her, or her mother is, or her dad is. No, you know? it turns out I'm an idiot, and the name is like African or something. You know, like it's just, huh. oh, okay, I could believe that because you're kind of stupid when it comes to that kind of stuff. Thank you. Got him. I mean, you're not very culturally sensitive, Michael. You don't pay attention to things. Thanks. 
God. <laughs> I mean, you don't know stuff. It's fine. It is what it is. It's cool. Keep cutting. <laughs> <laughs> and James is fucking Mr. Culture. I forgot. I am. I, I am. am. Yeah. Just because you're black doesn't mean you know things, James. I, I, I intuit very deeply into cultural issues. <laughs> He's very aware of many cultures around the globe, but um, Fair enough. he chooses to dismiss them as lesser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he he would make a great Republican. Yeah. I sure would. I'd be a great Republican. I just like people too much. Do you, though? I mean, I like the idea of people. <laughs> I don't actually like people. I like the he's idea like, oh, of yeah. people. Like, he's like, you can't go up close, though. Eh, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to look him in the eye. Right. <laughs> oh, you're a Republican. That's the way fine. The way Republicans talk, you would think they'd all be libertarians. Well, let's not forget, didn't the They're Democrats not. and the Republicans platform switch like 60 years ago? Yeah, it did. It flipped. Well, like 160 years ago, but yeah. Like oh, that. was it that long ago? Was I don't it? know. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Before any of us were born, I'll just Pre- leave it at it that. Was, it was like slavery, around slavery times. People weren't slaves 60 years ago. No, I mean, not 160, though. That's not, not, that, not that long ago. Maybe we'll, we'll split the difference. We'll say 160 years ago. years ago would be 1860. I guess, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, 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 160, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Mike's our history guy, I'll trust he him. Is. He is, he's better at math than me, too. I got the Terrence Howard math going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you only learn plumber's math, like yeah. rise over run and shit. You know, Unless so. you can calculate the rise or run, I'm, I'm out. A.K.A. the slope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sine, cosine, all that. You know. mm-hmm. Cotangent. When you said the slope, I like to think about something racist. That's all I thought about. Like the nips? Uh, yeah. I'm a horrible piece of shit. You know what? I, I, you are so, a Republican. It's so funny. If people listen to this show out of context, they'll be like, wow, these guys don't even care. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Dude, I, I was so, you know, we all watched, um, what's that show with uh, Alice Eve? That show, that, that movie with Alice Eve? I don't know who that is. We all watched it at James. Uh, she's out of my league. Right. So I I watched that again because why not? And mm-hmm. um, they go over. I forgot about this. They go over to his house. You know, his like his parents' house for for dinner. And his dad is watching. You know, one of the cooking shows that are a Japanese show. Yep. And after they're done introducing, he's like, "You want to watch the Jap show?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God damn. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway, Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we uh get into some news then? Let's dive Why not? In. Why not? Speaking about things that Japs are good at, robots. Uh, oof. They got us beat. No. Um so I just thought this was funny. So they have a picture here of a, a robot, a Boston Dynamics robot. It's it's stenciled on the side. It says Lima zero zero two. It's one of the like, kind of like dog looking ones. Yep. And uh, the thing here, the headline is: Robot dogs are patrolling Singapore parks, telling people to socially distance. I was like, holy shit! Are they being controlled, or they just recognize what a person is, and if they're too close to another person? 
I'll bet it's not that simple. I bet it's even simpler than that. They're probably they probably just walk around on a path repeating the same phrase. Right. With a recorded uh, message on yeah. the speaker. I seriously doubt it's some kind of AI being like, that's a person and that's another person and they're six they're not six feet apart. Hello, sir or madam. Let me see your identification. <laughs> oh, Mr. Tran, I remember you from last and yeah, it's not like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you are being detained. Yeah. Do not move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like nee, nee, you are being detained. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it says remote controlled it says the remote-controlled four-legged machine it was first deployed in a central park on Friday as part of a two-week trial. I could see it join other robots policing Singapore's green spaces during the nationwide lockdown. Hmm. I wonder how remote-controlled they are. When you said that, it reminded me of a YouTube video I saw. Of um, The title was Fully Automated Gardening. Uh-huh. So I watched it. I was like, oh, this is interesting. But what it shows is the guy, some guy germinating seeds, planting them in this garden bed himself. Uh, and then, you like, on the side. I just thought uh, of when you said the- germinating seeds. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a minute. And there's, there's you know, rails on either side where he had, like, some robotic arms mounted. And then he was controlling everything from some app he made on a smartphone. And in my head, I was like, nothing about this is fully automated. Yeah, that sounds like so, a shit ton of prep. Yeah. Building a machine in an elaborate application. <laughs> it doesn't seem worth it at all. It's so it's like, you know, like, do AI something in automation. Or, yeah. or spend two weeks automating it, you know? like Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, spend two weeks automating it, automating it, but fucking really, if you want to automate that, but then, he's not, but he's still controlling it from his phone. Yeah, so. the machine yeah. needs to dump. You just need to like say, "Here's a bag of seeds and walk away." Yeah, and then like, come he, back when call me when the carrots are up. You know, yeah. <laughs> call me in six Al- weeks. Alert me of the harvest. Yeah, that's automated. I mean, yeah, these articles are horrible. Yeah, so Mike. What do you think of when you hear germinating seeds? Mm, I know you think so. Huh? He's a sick fuck. He's a sick monster. Well, <laughs> squirt? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He thinks a guy jerking off on a pile of seeds. You're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking disgusting, my Or I thought it was a guy jerking off into a potted plant. Uh, uh, you know, into dirt. <laughs> He's like, I'm planting something. Yeah. How is germinating get you there? <laughs> Well, let's let's look up the word germinating. Uh, that's is not that, a sex is, word, Michael. And if you're if you if germinating is a sex word for you, I really I don't want to know and want to know more about your sex life. This was <laughs> this was the talk he had with his dad. He was like, "How are babies made?" And his dad's like, "Uh, <laughs> like you go jerk off into a potted plant." And Mike's like, "Okay." <laughs> He's like germination. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's great. Eh, okay, yeah, it's not exact. It's like to begin to grow or develop. It's a planting word, not a sex word, Michael. It doesn't have to be a planting word. It's a, the first definition is to begin to grow or develop. Then the second one is under botany. It says to develop into a plant. Okay, so a baby is a... Ger- babies germinate, sure, but yes. <sighs> have a conversation with your wife. Be like, so uh, you want to germinate? Uh. <laughs> yeah, here's a verb to cause, to develop, produce, to cause, to come into existence, create. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess technically you're not wrong, but it's not between, you know, it's between Adam and Eve, not Adam and potted plant. <laughs> 
I mean, you're not wrong, but the whole process, your process is evolved fucked up, man. <laughs> There's something wrong with the, with the method here, you know? The, the, the potted plant, the masturbation. It's just uh, uh, very problematic. <laughs> it's a poor, poor method. Poor methodology there. Well, you know, I wonder why nothing grows. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made a single baby. <laughs> oh, man. Or a beanstalk or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what if you you did that and it started growing a beanstalk, but all the beans were dicks? Ah, jeez, <laughs> that'd be a horrible miracle. Yeah, uh, like this or a awful. fantastic yeah. mirror universe. Uh, all right. So next thing up is mine as well. It's what uh, you guys probably saw this. It was no. a, um, and it's, I don't think it's actually true, but. I haven't read enough to know exactly what the difference is, but mm-hmm. basically the the thing is it says NASA scientists detect evidence of parallel universe where time runs backward. Interesting. So, so I wonder an experiment in Antarctica. Uh, they put up some detectors, and they're d- able to detect particles. Negative time um, particles, chronotons. <laughs> I mean, something like that. I don't fucking know, man. The crystals. So the constant wind of high energy particles constantly arrives on Earth from outer space. It says low energy subatomic neutrinos with a yep. mass close to zero can pass completely through the Earth, but higher energy objects are stopped by the solid matter of our planet. Blah blah blah. Uh. Let's see. It says uh, that the detector that they deployed detected heavier particles, so-called tau neutrinos, which come up out of the Earth. And it says this finding implies that these particles are actually traveling backward in time. That's an interesting theory. Parallel universe. How do they know they're coming out of the Earth and not just through the Earth from the other side? Uh, yeah, that I don't know. Exactly. That's interesting. Now, I, I think I have this right. Some neutrino detectors, not in Antarctica, um, basically, like you dig a four hundred like deep in the earth. Yeah, yeah, you dig like a four hundred foot or four hundred meter well, fill it with like chlorine, and then when the neutrinos pass through it, there's some decay into another. Uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Molecule, element, something else that we can detect more directly. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if, like, don't if, they have that in the movie 2012. Um, I don't know. I don't remember that. That's possible. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. So I wonder if the Big Bang happens. I wonder if it's if it's cyclical. The Big Bang happens like a rubber band sends out shit in like positive and negative time, and then it contracts, and now we're seeing we're finally able to detect the other side, and when both sides of the equation equal zero, the Big Bang happens again. Could be. I just solved the universe? What the fuck? You might have, Evan. <clears throat> you might have. That's cool, though. Negative time. I mean, they we, we heard about this in Star Trek, of course, time and anti-time in all good things. You know, Q, he 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 
touched his nose, he hit the button right on the, the nail on the head. Right. It's true. Picard knew about this all along. I, I don't believe we're, we're just hearing about this now. Like, you know, science, science and science fiction by proxy knew about this 20 years ago. Thank you for bringing it to our attention, though. Now they can prove it. Right. Well, we just had to listen to Q. Right. John Delancey. Go to the historical archives, a.k.a. Exactly. (laughs) Star Trek. Exactly. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, like, what's time, bro? It's a social construct. Will we ever time travel? Do you think? We're doing it right now, baby. Forward. Yeah, it's true. That's true. That's a great ph- philosophical argument, Mike. I do like that. <laughs> We're all time traveling in one direction. Mike's just being a dick. No. I mean, it's a it's a fair argument, though. I want to go back to like you want you want to go back to do what? Uh, to when? To when? I mean, I'm black, so I don't want to go too far back. <laughs> right. I want to well, go back. Arguably, the best matter. you've ever had it. I don't want to go. I don't want to go back uh, to when there's no like internet either. I want to go back to like maybe like to buy some Google stock, right? So like buy a Microsoft or something. You know what I mean? Like that's what I want to go back to. I want to go back with a little stock knowledge, and make some money. That's mm-hmm. all. I don't want to change time, uh, time and space. I don't want to kill Hitler. I don't want to fucking stop slavery. I just want to fucking go back and buy a little stock and just let current James be paid. That's it. Right. Come back to some riches and wealth. Well, I guess the thing is, like, if you, it's probably possible, but you wouldn't be in this universe. It'd be like a divergent universe from 30 years ago. And if you try to come back, there's no guarantee you'd be back in this one. And any change, if you were to come back in this one, any changes you made wouldn't be in effect because you made them in a different universe. Yeah, that's true. I've thought about that. So you'd go back, you'd come, when you came back... (laughs) You know, uh, any number of things could have happened because you weren't there to like, you don't know what decisions you made based upon, you know, like you made anyway, that's yeah. another show. That's a time. You can't, show. you can't like cut out the middleman. You could probably, you know, if, of course, if the technology existed, you could go back with your current knowledge and live your life as a different yeah, person in that, that timeline. Time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what would you like? Yeah. If you're like, I want to go back and buy a Google. Okay. Right. I mean, would you go back and talk to your former self and be like, hey, dude, buy buy this stock and then get back in your time machine and now you come back to now and it's you're rich or Well that it brings up you know, uh, an interesting or, thought. If you go if you're able to go back in time, would you just go back in time at your current location or like you wouldn't inhabit your former self. You would be a unique entity in that timeline, like in Elkridge. Well, yeah, no, yeah, you'd be, you, you would be a duplicate. You'd be a duplicate <clears throat> of yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'd go back and be like, yo, what up? What up, boy, boyo? But the, here's a question, right? If you could go but, back and talk to yourself, cool. Yeah. But if you are yourself, <laughs> I feel like I'd come back to being homeless because mm-hmm. I'm really bad with money. You know, <laughs> like I'd buy Google, become a millionaire and lose it all doing something stupid and reckless because mm-hmm. I didn't have the life experience of being poor for, for, 20 years, you know what I mean, to shape my in, to shape my decision-making process. So I don't know, you know what I mean? It's kind of a hard, I mean, maybe you shouldn't fuck with time, I don't know. 
Anyway. Well, if we if we go back to is it Back to the Future uh, one or two, where Biff steals the time machine? Yeah. Back to the Future two. Mm-hmm. You know, when he goes back in time, he's not himself in the fifties. He's a separate entity. Yeah. So it was his choice to go interact with himself. But if you want to go back, um, you know, in your forties with knowledge, with previous knowledge of the stock market and just become a 40 year old in 1996 and start buying stocks and, you know, profit for the rest of your life. So by the time you die, you'll, you'll die a rich man. Yeah. But I would, then do that's, that. Why would I want to do that in 1996? That's stupid. I'd fucking I'd be dead by the time I reach 2025. No. Damn close to it. I live a horrible life. Can you imagine if I was rich? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'd be on a boat eating lobster for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Three lobster tails an hour. And Arguably, I wouldn't have... that'd be better than what you do now, though. Shit. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> you don't know what I what I'm capable of. <laughs> Don't you threaten me with the- <laughs> Yeah. You threaten me with a good time. No. Ev- Evan's like, steak is good. I'm like, 11 steaks aren't good. You know, like, <laughs> trust me, I can outdo whatever you think is possible. Like you'll, you'll get through three of them, then pass out as your body has a safety mechanism. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I like these time travel uh, thought experiments. Uh, maybe there's a time travel subreddit we can all go absorb. James, tell yeah. me about our future president. Oh, boy. Riding for Biden. So, yeah, look, I'm obviously not a Joe Biden fan. I'm a, I consider myself progressive. So, of course, I don't like centrist Democrats. I think the Democratic Party is bad. But at the same time, you know, I think... We got to vote for Joe Biden. If we want Trump out, we're kind of stuck now, right? So Biden did an interview with the Breakfast Club, which is the Breakfast Club has become this coveted place to do interviews um, because it's kind of like a link to the current black community. Obviously, there's a whole batch of black Democrats who are going to vote Democrat regardless. But if you want to capture young black Democrats or people in between the ages like 40 something to like maybe 17 or 18 you want to go to the breakfast club and that's where every presidential candidate ends up going now because it's just a it's just a voice of not the voice of a people but it has a good reach into the black community um and a lot of black people who don't see traditional media see uh the breakfast club so uh biden hadn't been on the show before uh everyone else had been but uh biden so Biden gets on the show during this whole COVID situation and he's being interviewed by Charlemagne, the God who I hate his name. I absolutely hate his name. Charlemagne, the God it's some 5% or bullshit. I think I have no idea. I cannot stand his fucking name. Um, but besides that, Charlemagne is actually a really thoughtful, um, and smart journalist. I guess I'll call him a journalist. He's written a couple books, I believe, and he's got some interesting points of view. I don't agree with everything he says, but he's definitely very pro-black in a, in a good way. You know what I mean? Like he's like he's like he wants to have a. Oh, I, yes, he is. Michael's laughing when I say in a good way. I don't think that, like, for instance, uh, Elijah Muhammad is black, pro-black in a good way. <clears throat> you know, 
I think there are probably good things about the stuff Elijah Mom has to say, but for the most part, I think he's steering he steers black communities in the wrong direction. This is just my opinion. And I don't know a lot about what he said, so I'm not gonna. I don't want to go into this saying I'm a definitive expert on Elijah Muhammad. I'm just saying that there's, it's possibly pro-black in a bad way. So, um, but I think Charlemagne the God is a good example of like good pro-blackness. You know what I mean? In the black community, he's a good person to look up to for thoughtful conversations about blackness. Um, along with Killer Mike, by the way. But uh, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, he's Killer Mike's great. He's but, a great uh, black man. He is so. Like he, you know, he's very pro reparations. He's pro uh, pro a bunch of things, but he wants to have a logical discussion about these things, mm-hmm. you know, not just blindly be like, "We need this," blah blah blah, whatever. So he's kind of making the argument. He's like, "Look, you want my vote," and this is something I think a lot of people who are intelligent about politics now are thinking about: is the Democratic Party has not done a lot for Black people. Black people basically carry the Democratic Party on their back, you know, and we kind of vote Democrat like straight up no matter what. And I think Republicans don't really understand why, but that's because the Republicans are just like bad. They're bad on blackness, period. Like voting for a Republican feels like you're voting for a slave, uh, like a slave owner, honestly, mm-hmm. or voting with slave owners. Like that's what it feels like. So I think some, you're not going to get the black vote. You're just not going to, you're not in, not on mass, you know, if you're a Republican. So there's only two choices. So black people just vote Democrat, you know, um, and Democrats have been, they've had our vote always. They don't have to work for it. They don't have to do anything for our communities. They never do. They've never done anything for black people, you know? Um, and you know, Joe Biden, he basically, his whole comeback was because black people voted him in South Carolina. They voted him in the office and he, Joe Biden not, did not even go to South Carolina to campaign. He was so certain he'd get the black vote and he did. You know, he single handedly brought his we single handedly saved his political campaign in the primaries because he was done. He was done. Contributors were abandoning him. He was done. Finished. Absolutely kaput. You know, so, yeah, but as usual, black people don't get acknowledged. So there's two communities that Democrats just don't care about. And that's the black community and progressives, you know, the far left and black people. Black people and minorities in general normally just kind of vote Democrat and progressives, of course, and have a choice. Right. So he asks, he asks, he asks Joe Biden. It's a 15 minute interview and he spends the interview basically kind of being like not hostile, but like he's been hostile on Joe Biden before because Joe Biden signed the crime. He pushed the crime bill, which Joe Biden always talks about how great the crime bill is. But really, it's the number one of the number one reasons that incarceration in the black community is so fucking high. You know what I mean? Uh, and people will say, oh, incarceration's high because black people do a lot of crime. But, you know, if you're poor, you don't have any money and you have no way out, you know, and you're stupid. Maybe you don't know better. Crime might be the answer. I don't know. Or just because people are doing it, you know, whatever. I, I, I unfortunately can't. I'm a bad black person when it comes to like understanding crime and why you'd commit crime. But I know that there's reasons other than I just love crime. Like nobody just loves crime. But uh, yeah, the crime bill is just a nasty piece of legislation that really is designed to destroy black communities. And Joe Biden, it's his baby, you know, Um, and he's kind of wishwashy. Like he should be apologizing for the crime bill every fucking day. And Charlamagne the God held him to task on it. And of course, Joe Biden just said a bunch of lies and, uh, you know, and at the end of the interview, 
I think Charlemagne the God asked him something, and I've only heard the I heard this interview like twice, you know, but I don't remember exactly what he asked him. He asked him something, and then someone from off off camera came in the interview, and he said, "Okay, we've got to go. I'm so sorry." And Charlemagne the God was a little pissed. He's like, "Look, you can't do that to black media. We need to have these questions addressed, you know." And the fact of the matter is. If we didn't ask him, if Charlemagne didn't ask him and hold him to task on any of these things, he'll never get asked. CNN doesn't give a fuck about black people. They're not going to ask. None of these people are going to ask him. And Joe Biden basically is silent. Now that Bernie Sanders fell out, Joe Biden, they know his mental faculties are a fucking mess. So they don't put him on air. They put him on air as little as possible. So they want to hold him to task. Joe Biden's guy comes in and says, no, we've got to go. I'm sorry. And he says, no. And so Joe Biden kind of flips out a little bit and he says something. He says, hey, look, you know, uh, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And so uh, Charlemagne says, well, look, uh, Vice President, we've got to have you back. We got more questions to ask. And and he says, like, all, all Joe Biden says is, thank you so much for having me on. We're definitely going to do this again. That's all he has to say. But instead, he says, and mind you, this is the tone in which Charlemagne said. He said, okay, VP, thank you. We've got to have you back on the show. That's what he says. Nothing else. Not house, No hostility, nothing. Biden's response is, yeah, man, you know, uh, well, if you're ain't, if you ain't going to vote for me, uh, uh, you're going to vote for Trump and you ain't black or something like that. He says, you're not black if you're not going to vote for me, basically, is what he said. Yeah. You know, and Charlemagne, <laughs> it happens so fast that Charlemagne does not. I don't think he processes it. You know, like his face remains the same because basically he had something he wanted to say. So he was, you know, how people prepare in their mind what they're going to say and they don't listen. Mm-hmm. That's what he was doing. So when Joe Biden said this crazy statement, Charlemagne just continued on, which is actually good because it makes it look like it's not that big a deal what he said. You know, but good I think for Biden, for Joe, for Biden, right? Because I think Charlemagne's reaction, if he had been paying attention, would have been much different. But it's instead, like, what the he fuck was you just say, well, it wouldn't have been like that. But I'm like, excuse me. You know what I mean? But right. he wasn't paying attention. So he just kind of went out and said, well, it's not about he said, well, it's not about being uh, voting for Trump. It's about, you know what I mean? And he didn't address the black statement. But, dude, I mean, you want to talk about toxic, like a toxic thing to say. And then Joe Biden doesn't get it. Like, he doesn't catch on that what he said is wrong. And they continue on. And it's just kind of an awkward moment. And honestly, the entire interview is awkward and clunky and i think you should watch anyone should everyone should watch it what i've put here is a small snippet but if you go to the breakfast club's website and i'll link it in the extras you can see the whole interview it's probably 15 20 minutes long you know what i mean and it, look the breakfast club is actually excellent uh there's a few dummies on the breakfast club i'll admit um, there's a dj envy i think is his name so it's dj envy mm-hmm. Charlemagne the god and uh, this like Puerto Rican chick or black chick or whatever, like light skinned black chick, whatever she, her name is. Um, she asks great questions. Charlemagne asks great questions. DJ Envy's fucking stupid. I hate him. I hate his guts. He's jealous and a hater. His name fits, but um, yeah, he's dumb. He's the he's the idiot of the team. But 
otherwise, watching The Breakfast Club is good. It's a good time. It's not some hood like, yo, what up, son? Let me get drunk and titties, drugs. It's not like that at all. It's actually a really great, you know, kind of peek into blackness, I think, or to to the hip hop world. I'll say that, not blackness, because it kind of covers a lot of just that type of stuff. But uh, their politics is pretty thoughtful, you know, and it, it focuses on a lot of different opinions. So, yeah, I mean uh problematic man but worth watching and i don't know what's going to happen i mean trump is already this is something the republican party the democratic party doesn't realize because they're stupid which is like the uh the republicans if you put a dumbass up on up here or someone who's problematic is joe biden you know he's got an active rape case not case but an active rape allegation against him um which is extremely credible um He's got a he's obviously he's just Joe Biden. He's fucking losing his fucking mind in front of TV. He's a cringe machine sniffing people's hair, fucking making little girls uncomfortable. You know, I mean, I know I know that because I've done what he does. You know, (laughs) I'm not even going to lie to you. I've done what he does. Watching Joe Biden was like an analysis of myself and my own bad behavior. You know, I have done what he does to female friends of mine. And it's I'm going to admit it here on the show because I love the way women smell. (laughs) Okay, I've always since I was a little kid, I loved smelling women's perfume. And so. When I I would be jokingly, but not jokingly, like I would hug like our friend Yesenia and I'd put my head, my face in her hair and I'm like, it smells great, you know, (laughs) but I mean, look, I've done this to people who are my best, best friends, you know, not to random people. So they kind of, it's like half a meme, half James being weird, half funny haha times. You know, I would never do it to a stranger or even a casual friend. Like, I don't do that. And I try not to engage people who aren't my best, 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 best friends in physical contact anymore. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, anymore. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I mean, Joe anymore. Biden, Joe Biden's behavior and also the Me Too movement made me kind of look hard at myself. Luckily, I've only, I consider, my me tooing has been very mild. You know what I mean? I've like given unnecessary hugs not to mm-hmm. feel people up, but just like, cause I'm like, Oh, closeness is good. You know what I mean? But I didn't, I was very unaware of other people's personal space. You know what I mean? And that, that helped me be better. So I can look at Joe Biden's behavior and realize it's cringy and inappropriate. And he's doing it on purpose. Not because he's just like a lovable grandpa. He's a fucking cringe monster. He kisses his granddaughter on the lips. Disgusting absolutely disgusting you know um anyway he's very problematic and the and guess what the fucking republicans know this and this is not the first time politically where the democrats have chosen someone to be their guy who's problematic and the republicans tear them apart because republicans are great at that so Mm -hmm. they so as soon as this whole thing released trump released a fucking hilarious hit piece which i'll also find and link in the show notes it's (laughs) It's this article. It's this video. And then at the end of the video, you hear the dun, 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 dun. and then it says, oh, really? and then he says, <laughs> he says, you're not black. And then you just see the fucking two at the, the six African guys, the coffin. And this is the Biden campaign. It's like, so it's the like African coffin dance guys, the meme that's going on right now. And the Trump campaign released this. 
Okay? Because they know how to attack him. Like, they're not stupid. They know how to fucking hit this guy in the nuts. He's an old boomer running a boomer campaign run by a bunch of boomers. The whole Democratic Party is run by boomers. It's boomer logic all the way through. And Trump's hiring fucking 12-year-olds to fucking put pepe frogs on everything, and it's fucking great, and people love it. You know? So he got two ads based upon this whole thing, and it's working. It works great. Trump's mm-hmm. going to fucking destroy this guy, and it's sad because I'm going to go and waste my throw my vote away on him while he does nothing for black people, nothing for minority communities to help them. You know? All right, that's all it's I got. Un- unfortunate. I saw uh, one of my friends posted their, I guess, mail-in ballot on Facebook for whatever reason to take pride in voting for Biden. And I saw that uh, Bernie Sanders and Tulsi Gabbard are on there as well. They, they too have check boxes, but as you've said in the past, James, that's just kind of a waste. Like it's, you know, almost just throwing your vote away if you don't vote for Biden. Well, yeah, I mean, I get, you know, and honestly, I get people trying to make some kind of like, I'm making a stance or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but, Unless we have ranked choice voting. Yeah. There's like no reason to do that. You know what I mean? Like you just need to like vote for Biden. Let's move on. Let's get on with our lives and hope he wins. I'd rather have four years of incompetence and boomerism than this guy slowly subverting our democracy from behind and turning our, our countries, our turning all of our country's uh, organizations into corrupt shit, shit wells, you know? Mm hmm. Well, so, this is kind of unrelated, but in this video you linked, James, uh, it's the suggested videos on the side talking about math and it's not real or whatever. Is it, What is zero to the power of zero? One. There's a, there's a whole video here. It's a 14-minute video. <laughs> so I think, I mean, that's customized to what you have been searching for. Because yeah. I my suggested videos are entirely different. So are you questioning the legitimacy of math, Mike? So I don't know why that's there because I have a lot of, uh, John Oliver, a lot of Linus tech tips. Okay. What did you get, Michael? I'm sorry. I missed that. What is zero to the power of zero, a 14 minute video. Oh, okay. It's well, that's one it's a sciencey video. That's probably why. Is it one? I don't know. It should be one. I think anything <clears throat> to the power of zero is one, right? Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I'll watch it later. I'll let okay. you know. Recap of what the meaning of zeros next week. Tentatively titled Zero to Hero. Here we go. Next article, USSF something erection yeah uh so i just found this by accident actually right before the show started um so space force is starting to train soldiers to fight in space question mark it's a question Um, maybe (laughs) so okay let me say this first of all i'm glad space force exists best thing trump's done second of all uh i hate their uniform it's lazy and very air air forcey but uh this article, if you're interested in the Space Force, this is a great article for you. It goes into deep, deep, a deep dive in some of the things they're doing, 
Um, and it excludes the dumb stuff like the X32 launch or X33 launch, whatever it is, which is just dumb. It's like, whatever. This thing's been launching for years. It's not a big deal. You know, the Air Force and the CIA have been using it to do all kinds of spy shit and weird experiments. I don't care about it. You know what I mean? Not news. But the interesting thing is the recruitment videos here, we talked about this last week, but they are recruiting. They have, you know, this brigadier general is talking about their laid out plans for training, rank structure, and all this kind of stuff. They mention it briefly in this video. It's And, like, uh, thoughts about space weaponry, possible space fighter squadrons, all kinds of very interesting things. It's very exciting if you're interested in this whole Space Force topic. So, really quick, we don't need to go into it at all. It's a worthy read if you're interested in Space Force. Um, and there's actually an interview here with her at the bottom. It's like 37 minutes long. Brigadier General Adina Burt. So definitely worth your time if you're interested in Space Force. Um, this is kind of an interview recap, but I find it exciting. And it's the X-37B, excuse me. But yeah, interesting Very stuff. Good. Also tangentially related to Space Force, the Netflix comedy starring Steve Carell named Space Force is premiering on the 28th of May, I believe. Right, right, right. So this coming Thursday. So we can all have have a good laugh. I hope nice. it doesn't meme too hard on the Space Force. I would love to see a serious Space it's Force. It's going to be nothing but Yeah, it's shots. all it's all shots. That's that I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm going to watch it, but I mean I, you know what? Fuck these people who won't take it seriously. Like I think anybody who's passionate about space knows there's going to have to be some kind of space-based military. I mean, space is the next frontier. The final frontier. Well, yeah, but I mean, I I think this is Trump's, honestly, his most future-forward best thing he's done as president. From from the concept of, like, America forward. You know? If the next president does not disband it, then it can perhaps start to be taken seriously. But right now, it's just jokes. Yeah, yeah, true. Because you're like, space force. Dun, da, da, da. Like, what? We don't need that. I don't know that it will be disbanded only because I think, I think because it was started with an act of Congress, it'll take an act of Congress to dissolve it. Uh-huh. And I think that'd be harder to do than we think. I think there's people in, I think there's people in, because of I think lobbyists and shit are pushing for this besides Trump because there are people who realize that they the next level of global domination is going to be in space as far as like space-based resources and things like that you know resource exploitation exploitation in space is going to be a mm-hmm. thing and I think they're preparing for that and I think they realize that the next 20 30 years we need to build that space military infrastructure up so that we can protect our assets, our future assets. I'll be honest with you. I really think that if they were, if they today said, okay, we're going to start mining in space, we're going to put people mining in space. And they said, you're going to go to the Oort cloud and you're going to be on a six to 12 month mining mission in space. Piracy would exist. Yeah. It would exist immediately. Like China would be like, yeah, we're launching another space team. And it would be like a group of like, Pirates, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and I think other countries would be into it too. I think it would. I think I think piracy would just grow and become a thing. So I mean, obviously, I'm looking at the most utilitarian, most like 
ideal scenario for what a space force would do, but there's all these other levels. And also, like, the ability to, like, destroy uh, enemy states' satellites, you know what I mean? Which is a thing we don't have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because you're not allowed to militarize space, but fuck it. I think the, you know, a militarized space force um, will be a thing in, like, 50 years, but until then whatever space force is will probably be more similar to the coast guard, more like a, a maintenance crew kind of thing in space rather than a like deployment of military force. There's I, I definitely going to be some of that. Cause there's like, you know, open opportunity to do such a thing right now, but just like to keep them funded and active and recruiting is just like, It'll be like a cleanup crew. Yeah, or no, I, I patrol agree. vessels. I agree. It'll be. It'll be. It's not going to be anything spectacular, but still very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, go down to entertainment here. This first link is my link. So, uh, I found out via Reddit that there is a new-ish YouTube channel. Looks like about uh, one to two months old. Called Dad, how do I? Question mark of some dad in case you your dad wasn't handy or you grew up without one or you just need some tips showing you how to do stuff around the house and just be be a better a better man in these days how to tie a tie how to shave your face how to iron a dress shirt uh every time that i have to wear a tie i always have to go look up a video so maybe i'll follow this guide next time Checking your tire pressure, how to hang a shelf, unclog bathroom drain, all kinds of stuff. Seems like a good dude. Grateful. He's going to keep making videos for anyone uh, out there who needs this as a resource. Now you know what's there. Very cool, Evan. Yeah, I was just looking at this. It looks pretty neat. Some very basic around around the house stuff, more or less. But also how to change, how to check your car's oil. Change a tire, blah blah blah. So, yep. Maybe he'll even cool. make a plant uh, a video on plant germination. Hmm. It's like Sick. now, kids. <laughs> uh, that's great. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, uh, let's talk about Dark Mirror. Yeah. Haven't heard that in a while. So this is about a book about Edward Snowden. Really. Hmm. Not so the this, TV show. Nope, not at all. Okay. So, new book that just came out. It's by one of the three original reporters that Edward Snowden had confided in. Right. Uh, it's by Barton Gelman. And it's about his whole experience with Edward Snowden and, and what has what has happened since then and what has come of his revelations. Mm-hmm. And so this article is a article they talked about it on NPR, and they gave the the book a a very good review here. Nice. So might want to check that out. Once I learn to read again, I uh, I will consider it. But I do agree, you know, on a personal level with the title. It just says, uh, the reporter concludes, Snowden did substantially more good than harm. You know, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. Absolutely. Uh, James. Mm-hmm. 
Knives Out. What the fuck? It's like, what did I do? <laughs> Dude, the internet is so interesting. <laughs> There's a weird article here I'm going to talk about. I'm just going to mention it next um, that I found. So Knives Out is a great, great um, movie <sighs> directed by the unfathomably gross Ryan Johnson. Um <laughs> If you don't know who Ryan Johnson is, he's the guy who directed and ruined the middle new Star Wars movie. Um, and I really hated him for that <laughs> because it's just so bad. The movie's just bad. It just is bad for a lot of reasons. But dude, he's a miracle worker at Knives Out. Like brilliant, brilliant. So this movie features uh, what's the name of the guy who played James? Who plays James Bond right now? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig plays a wacky Southern drawl having like private investigator named uh it's like Beauregard Bufordson. It's like a, it's like it's like, well, ladies and gentlemen, I have a uh I am Beauregard Bufordson the third, you know, uh mm-hmm. I do declare like he's that type of character. Like he's fucking longhorn leghorn or whatever. Um uh basically it's about a guy, he's a mystery writer and he's turning 85 or whatever 90 yeah, i think he's 85 years old or something like that at his birthday party and at his whole family's at the birthday party and the night of his birthday party he he slits his own throat um in his attic and it looks extremely suspicious but everyone's alibi is airtight and the police are like oh it's suicide it's just a really dramatic crazy one but the blood spatter, like all, all the patterns, everything matches up, whatever. And so someone anonymously hires this guy, Buford, uh, this guy, Bo, to come in to investigate the next week. So a week later at the will reading, he comes in like the weekend of the will reading uh, in a memorial ceremony when the family's still in town to do to do his investigation and the story picks up where he's investigating he's basically talking to each family member it's a super interesting story i don't want to spoil any of it for you um i will say this i told these guys this before the show started um it's a combination of a basic whodunit so think mystery uh, murder on the orient express very much in that vein which is to me i think is the pinnacle of whodunits so or like uh, clue yeah, I like Clue. Clue's a comedy version, but Clue is also the height of whodunits. Um, and uh, then you have it flips halfway through into a crime story. So when I say it flips to a crime story and and detective story, and this is me kind of loosely quoting a YouTube channel that I watch called Just Right, where he t- breaks this down, but... Uh, a detective story would be like Murder on the Orient Express. A crime story would be like um, that movie with Tom Hanks and Mario DiCaprio where Mario DiCaprio is a criminal uh, check fraud guy and Mario Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. <laughs> Leo DiCaprio, yeah. Mario wow. DiCaprio is his Italian cousin. Um, <laughs> catch me if you can. Catch me if I can. Catch me if you can. <laughs> catch me if I can. I like yeah. that. Uh, James, yeah. you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. No, I'm having no. suffering from Joe Bidenism. Uh, so <laughs> you need, catch you need me. To take your ginkgo. Catch yeah, catch me if you can. It's like a like a, like that. So the whole idea of the crime genre is you know who the criminal is, 
And the criminal is going through this process of trying to get away and continue to commit crimes while the while the while you also watch the detective or the cop try to get them. So that's what happens in this. But then they flip it again halfway through halfway through that story, and it becomes a, a, a who done it again. You know, so you think you know, and they just give it to you, and then they take it away. It's quite good, uh, very enjoyable. If you're into whodunits, you're into you like good character stories. This is an excellent character story, and it's going to have you on the edge of your seat the entire time. Um, not in a thriller way, but in a like, hmm, interesting, you know, type way. So I think I think it's worth your time if you haven't seen it. I know a lot of people have seen it because it has great reviews. It's on Amazon right now for five dollars in HD, five ninety nine if you want to rent it in HD, and of course you can obtain it any of many other ways if you like. Hmm. Now, spoiler alert: this potentially ends on a cliffhanger, or there's a way to to make another one because Knives Out 2 has been announced. So I think Knives Out 2 is going to be a story surrounding the detective, him doing more detecting. So I, so I think Knives Out 2 is going to be like, uh, following the shenanigans of detective Perot, Paul, Paul wrote Michael say it. Poirot. Yeah. It's going to be like that or like Angela Lasbury's character, you know, like he's like, we're going to see him crime solving, you know, okay. it'll, probably be an, it'll probably be another story just Ms. like this. Marple. We, we, we think or Miss Marple. Yeah, we think <laughs> I think there's there's a logic because in the Knives Out tra- trailers, they, they distinctly show this circular thing of knives. I think there's a tie in between like, oh, the name Knives Out and this, but it's totally unrelated. Like knives out just means everyone hates each other, I guess, but it has zero connection to the author's books, the imaginary, the fake author's books or that knife sculpture. So I think that's just like what they're calling this series of stories. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to see what the second one is because this one was great, you know? And even though I hate when they take a foreign person and say, okay, time to have another, uh, another accent. I mean, I hate when they do that. Like they take a, a regular American guy and be like, have a British accent or take mm-hmm. a British guy and be like, sound like you're from the South. You know, I, I hate that, but it works here. I mean, because one of the things the guy in the just right video kind of says is the key to making like, to, to making Poirot, Poirot, spectacular is the cartoonish over the topness with his shitty French accent, his ridiculous mustache, his crazy slicked back hair, you know, his penguin like way. Same as Columbo. Columbo is an over the top character. He's super interesting. Angela is less so, but still she works in a similar way where she stands out and he, his and Daniel Craig's character does this here and it works really, really well. You know, he's, Smart, but not smart, but dumb, but not dumb. He think you think he you you think you're slicker than him, but you're not. You know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's really good. It's really good. So a couple of things others I'll mention: Perry Mason, Matlock. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Matlock has the same thing. You know, that kind of like local yokel vibe where he's a really intelligent guy. Perry Mason, uh, yeah, I guess sort of. So about uh, Ryan Johnson and a couple of things. Number one, I didn't realize until looking at his IMDb page that he made your favorite movie. 
Well, I, I wouldn't call it my favorite movie, but another good action crime drama called Brick, uh, which is about a high school underworld crime ring and disappearance of girlfriends and crime solving with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who I do quite enjoy. Um, Mr. Johnson was also born in Silver Spring, Maryland. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, see, I didn't think that was your favorite movie, Evan. I thought the other one he listed as being his was your favorite well, movie. Well, keep baiting us, Michael. We don't want to know what the movie's called. Looper? Looper? Jesus nah, Christ. I mean, that, I mean, that was okay. Not, it's a garbage movie. Not, it's it's okay for what it is. I don't, you know. I did, not, I, I did not like it. I won't justify it. I won't argue that you should like it. That's fine. Um, but uh, speaking to James's thoughts about accents and everything and Ryan Johnson and Star Wars, I didn't realize that uh, I guess Finn, John Boyega, is super British. Yeah. Yes, he is. I didn't realize that until I heard a snippet of an interview with him a few days ago. He does a very good you know, North American accent. Yeah, he does. So did, 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 James and I first saw him in Attack the Block. I think. Yeah, he was great uh-huh. in that too. He was yeah, great in that. Yeah, that's a very British movie with very British actors in it. Yep. <laughs> I didn't realize he was in it. Yeah. yeah did, is, okay, did you guys know that there was this whole outcry on the internet for there to be Okay, have you has anyone heard that had heard the uh term ship the characters? No. Ship the characters? Ship. No. Yeah, so you've heard the term ship it though, right? Yeah, but I don't get it because I'm too old for that. Okay, so what they're talking about is like, let's say Brad, Angelina Jolie, they're like, oh, the fans shipped them. The fans yeah. shipped the characters, which means the fans of fans say, yeah, we want this relationship to be a thing. They shipped it. We approve and we shipped it. Okay, so there's something that fans were shipping that I didn't know about as huge on Twitter. I didn't know about it because I'm not an idiot. But they wanted a subplot in the Star Wars movies that they felt was laid out from the very beginning of John Boyega's character and the male character, I can't think of his name, the fighter pilot character, Mm -hmm. of them to be gay for each other in the Star Wars movies. What? And people were very upset that they that because they were like, Oh, this has been a plot laid out the entire time that John Boyega and this guy are gonna fuck or kiss. (laughs) <laughs> or be gay for each other in a Star War in a Star Star Wars movie, and I was like, "Well, that's never gonna fucking happen in a Star Wars movie. Disney's never gonna do that." But okay, sure. And at the apparently, there's a cut of the movie that has them kiss. Huh? Yeah. Why? And pe- people, I don't know. And people were pissed that they're like, um, "Why isn't this a thing? Like, we shipped it. Why isn't it a thing? I want to see him." I want those two dudes to kiss. See, I never mm-hmm. never thought of that in a million years. I'm not like, oh, it's obvious they're going to bone. Like, Me neither. I never saw it like thing, that. So. I never saw it like that. I never saw them being gay for each other or any kind of gayness thing going on. Never once. Never fucking once. That was very odd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, when you're hung up an idea on an idea, then you think that everything should be a part of that idea. Yeah. I always thought he wanted, what's her name? The the Asian well, chick? No, the other no. She wants Ray. him. Um, yeah, I thought she yeah, wanted. He, I thought he, he wanted Ray too. Yeah, I thought he wanted Ray too. That was yeah, like who wouldn't? They had a couple vibes out there. He wants Ray. Asian chick wants him, but the Asian chick 
I mean, the second movie killed her career and she just couldn't take it anymore. And I think maybe, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe the guy from the guy, what's his name? The guy who did the director who did this one, did the last one. Maybe he was just like, I don't want to have, I'm just don't like her character. He did Mm -hmm. nothing with her. She was totally wasted. I liked her. People didn't like her, but besides her having some shitty roles, I thought she was a decent actress. I thought she did a good job. I just thought she, I think every actor is okay. I think they just do what they're given. Ryan Johnson gave them trash, so they acted out trash. You know, you, you ever right. see a lot? You ever see the thing from uh, the Clone, Clone, the Clone War movie? Not Clone Wars. Yeah, the Clone Wars series, like the the prequels, where it has Hayden Christensen next to Padme, and he's like, "I hate sand. Sand is so coarse, and it gets in everything." You no. know, and they're like, "Oh, here he is building up romance." He's like, "Sand is coarse." It gets at everything, <laughs> you know, and like, whenever they want to show how bad the prequels are, they show that scene. Right. And I think Hayden Christensen's a decent human being and a good actor. He just was doing what he was given. You know, mm-hmm. maybe he's a little wooden, but people have made lots of money being wooden, shitty ca- actresses. Like, look at. Uh, yeah. Like, how is it that fault that that's the, the dialogue they wrote for him? Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know? Exactly. They wrote and the director was like, yeah, leave it in. Sounds good. Yeah. You know, I like, mean, how many people have to approve a piece of dialogue before an actor ends up looking bad six months later after the movie? Like a lot of people co-signed on that, you know, um, what's her face? Uh, Kristen Stewart, no, Scarlett Johansson and Kristen Stewart. Neither of them can act. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I haven't seen her. Her, she might be better in her, but I feel like ScarJo is a great android slash robot. <laughs> like she is not a character actress. She doesn't have any emotion. She's extremely robotic, and they keep casting her in robotic roles. And maybe that's not her fault. But like, uh, uh, Kusanagi from Ghost in the Shell, robotic. Her, she plays literally a robot, you know, or a fucking AI or whatever. I mean, she has her action movie where she's some godly action thing who, like, she keeps getting more godly powers over time. Robot. I mean, everything, she's just like this beep, boop, beep. You know, even Black Widow, there's very little emotion until, like, the last movie. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I mean, you can be a bad actress and get lots of roles, a bad actor, and get lots of roles and be successful. So... Very true. Anyway, Good point. She sucks. There's a Hayden. There's a Hayden Christian movie where he goes in for surgery, but he's still awake. Okay. He's either called awake or aware, or I don't know what's called. But so it's a it's a pretty good movie, actually. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, it proves his badness. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. But yeah, he's not in a lot. He's in Jumper? a lot of in, some indie stuff. Who? I really like Jumper. Is he in oh, Jumper? Stop, man. Yep. Stop. Come on. Dude, that's such a good movie. What stop. I take I take that back immediately. I liked that movie. <laughs> it's such a good movie. <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> God. It's where he can teleport and Samuel L. Jackson is like head of a cult who's against uh I thought Jesse was in that. Who? He's like, dude, dude, dude. I need a handle. Oh, that Jesse. Um, I don't think so. Like as the main character, I thought the, so. The uh, side maybe guy. I'm making it up. Of course, no. I, you know it's not like I watch it once a week and have it memorized like you. So I don't yeah. know. Oh yeah, it is Hayden Christensen. Weird. Yeah. 
And, I guess and, I just uh, assumed that was Jesse, and that was it. No. <laughs> the other guy in the movie, he, like his friend who he finds in Egypt, can't remember his name, he's a good actor, too. You'll recognize him if you see him. Anyways. Is that Jamie yeah. Bell? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I'm looking at him, I'm like, nope. So. Hmm, okay. Well, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's not the it's not always the actor's fault. Right. Kristen Stewart is in this movie too. Huh. How about that? She's just a fucking two dimensional cutout, and somehow she keeps getting jobs. Yeah, they just stand her up in front of a camera, and there's some some guy like wiggling the cutout at the bottom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like they have to compensate, like when when. Uh, in Star Trek, they get hit by torpedoes or something, and you see the the normal shot, and everyone's just like rocking in their chairs. Dude, but- <laughs> I've started noticing that more and more. Like I actually look at it and like look yeah. for it, and I'm like, these motherfuckers are just jumping around. Like, yeah, <laughs> they have to add effects with the camera. Um, so the movie I'm thinking of is called Awake, and it came okay. out in 2007. Jumper came out in 2008. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm going to have to watch Jumper again. Thank you, Mike. Ugh. <sighs> okay. Next uh, entertainment. Keep on trekking. Who's this? Who's this? Oh, that's me. Um, who's this? Take it and go. Take it and go, yeah. Um, okay, so I just saw this. I thought this was kind of interesting. And it kind of it's kind of exciting because maybe they will get some cool Star Treks. Um, yeah, so apparently there's this book series out there that CBS just had kind of said, let's make this book series based on discovery kind of spurs off a of discovery. And it's all about the mycelial mycelial network and the multiverse theory that it kind of produces in the first season. So it's cause I think it's exciting because maybe we're going to get other cool new versions of Star Trek, maybe a more militant, more manly Star Trek, maybe a world where Star Trek doesn't exist, maybe any number of things. Um, I find this really interesting, especially if you take a lot of authors and say, okay, we can write in this universe where anything's possible based Mm -hmm. in Star Trek. I think that's very interesting. So I just posted it. I didn't really, I gave the article a quick once over, but I think if you're a Star Trek fan and you have some interest in this and you know, you want something new to read, this might be something to get started, um, to take a look at. That's all. Very good. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I think I will peruse this article. Yeah, I think we all like Discovery and what it brought to Star Trek, I think, right? Like, we're all pretty satisfied with Discovery. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to the third season. Yeah, me too. Yes, Mike. Just to be a whore. Yes. Here we go. go. As you do. The word peruse. Right. That is right. Right. It means the other thing. Peruse is um, basically to, to read exactly. Or pr- precisely? Well, okay, so I, I just went to dictionary.com, and the first the first definition is to read through with thoroughness or care. Yeah, there you go. So it's the opposite of, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to skim over that. Right. Well, perhaps since I do enjoy Star Trek and I am interested right. in my ceiling, perhaps you gonna... I did mean that. Yeah. We'll never know. I, think I, don't think, just... I don't think you did, but yes. <laughs> I will leave it on you. We can to make prove that, that. The lawyers can make that argument. You're right, Michael. Yes. Yeah, you're just nitpicking. Like nit, what I say earlier, <laughs> nit.pick.io slash Michael Blower. Yeah, you're I know. just because obviously, like he said, peruse. 
I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that means read. You know what I mean? I know that it means read thoroughly, you know, and maybe there's this conception perception that it means to read, to just skim over it, just give it a little look. But I mean, obviously, I don't think Evan's going to go half-heartedly read it. I don't think he is. Like, I think when Evan reads something, he actually reads it. I don't think Evan skims. I don't think that's a thing Evan does, period. Well, when it has to do with Star Trek, I do generally read uh, with a purpose. I yeah. said just to be a whore. Let me I, let me bring now, this up. Right. I know. Did, you did. You did. Now, are there synonyms for skim that one might have used uh, unintentionally? When they when they when they say peruse, not us because we're smart. But when normal people say peruse, what do they think they're saying? What what's the synonym for that? It's it's related to skim, but there's another word. I mean, I would say skim, but I don't know. Okay. To, okay. You thinking of you have another word in mind? Or? I want to say it starts with an I. Maybe it's like a six or seven letter word, but. You know, it really escapes me right now. Hmm. And what's it called? What's the, not a dictionary, but a... Thesaurus. Thesaurus. There you go. Uh, Thoris, thesaurus Rex. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> Glance, graze, shave, brush, cream, dip. What? What? Skim. Like, you know, skim milk, ladle, uh-huh. ream, scoop. Those are just, those are just random words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Browse, flip through, glance, leaf through, scan, skip, thumb hmm. through, brush over. All right. I guess I'm I'm crazy. Thank you for your I thorough was, investigation. I was like, interrogate. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what word you're thinking of. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, all right. Um, James, you said you had something else you wanted to, to talk about before or no? Uh, yeah, actually, I decided not to because it was stupid. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's dumb. Fair enough. I like that self-regulation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, nope, dumb. What are we talking about? A product review, something to do with Snapchat? Yeah, no, Am no. I guessing it's, it's a Kickstarter thing. I I purchased uh, because Instagram sold it to me because it's a great marketing tool. Um, <laughs> it's called OSnap. So I've wanted something to keep my phone upright for a long time. Uh, one problem I have is if I'm sitting in my I'm sitting in the I'm in bed, and I'll, I'll many times late at night, but just to help myself sleep, I'll turn on a YouTube video. And of course, it's really hard to hold your phone up in your face or keep it slanted like this and keep it upright in your bed. So I always wanted one of those things that I see people have that just pop out mm-hmm. and you can hold your phone upright and you can also lock your phone in the back of your hands with it. Um, and I just happen to see this thing, oh, snap, advertised. So what it is, is it's a magnet that sits on the back of your phone, but it also has a thing you can press in the center that snaps out and has an interlocking loop that you can stick your, sorry, I hit my microphone here. I hit the other microphone, mm-hmm. the interlocking loop that connects together. So you can put your finger through it to hold your phone on your finger, which is cool. Okay. It also rotates 360 degrees. It's held together with a pop rivet. So it's not going to unscrew or anything. Mm-hmm. The other cool thing is 
this whole assemblage slots down so you get a hook. Okay. Ah. Yeah, so you get a hook on both sides. So Ayo hooks. Ayo hooks. So you get a hook on both sides, you know, if you want. Um another cool thing about it is this thing connects to a uh it has these thing these O snap pads, right? And I have I bought three of them. They're all magnetic. So you can stick this pad to the wall. It has this reusable sticky back, and your phone mm. will just stick to it. So I bought one of these, a receiver that goes inside the car, and it's mm-hmm. a circular one that sticks on your vent like all the other ones, and you just slap your phone up there like that. That's nice. Yeah. So I'm enjoying the hell out of this right now. I really Ooh. think this is cool. I'm having a lot Technology, of fun with Technology. I like it. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I, I don't know how the magnet <laughs> is going to be for the phone. Or for me, <laughs> but uh, I, so far I, I like it. I'm having a good time with it. It sticks to the fridge, so I'm in the kitchen. I'm listening to an audiobook. Normally, my phone sits in one place, and as I walk away, I'm like losing the sound, hearing the sound, whatever. I stick it to the the thing: refrigerator, microphone, micro refrigerator, microwave, oven, anything magnetic, obviously. I, I mean, or metal, real metal. I'm enjoying this. I think it's a cool tool, and I, obviously, I'll have more information about it later. But um, in a couple of weeks, I'll tell you more. But if I have any problems with it, but so far, I think it's great. You know, it's worth the money. And how for, much is the money? I want to say I bought the car piece, which was like eight or nine bucks, or maybe maybe it's like ten bucks. The car connector, and I bought an extra wall plate uh, just because. Uh, so maybe I spent thirty some dollars, forty bucks on it. But that's not bad at all. I figure for. If it, if it, if it, if it lasts me more than a year, then it'll be worth the money. It'll be more than worth the money, especially since I had nothing. I had nothing before. You know what I mean. And all I really wanted was the ability to prop the phone up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So it does that with ease. And I can take this thing. The whole thing comes off. I can take it and stick it on the next phone. I just got to wipe it down with warm water, and it'll restick to the next phone. So it sticks to the back of your phone, but it's sticking to your case. Yeah, it's sticking to my case. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Scrolling down through the Kickstarter, I really like the slide function they demonstrate because I don't have super long thumbs, and if I want to, you know, one hand operate a phone with the, you know, all the screens are always getting bigger, then I have to like basically just use my other hand. But if you can slide it up and down, if you need to access something at the top or the bottom of the screen with just one hand, that definitely comes in handy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I used it today because I have this one of my big challenges and I'm not trying to sell this product. I just think it's cool. But one of my big challenges is like I listen to audiobooks when I'm in the shower. So because Audible is an Amazon product, it is designed to work with Alexa, not to work with Google's product with Google Home. So I have Google Home and I have a Google Mini in my bathroom. So sometimes I can broadcast directly to it through like a shortcut, like a cheat in my phone that my phone has a cheat that says anything, any output, send it to a Google Cast device. But Amazon, it works infrequently at best. Maybe out of five times it'll work once, you know, and the one time it works, I'll have all kinds of problems with skipping and losing audio sync and all kinds of things. It's just a mess. It's all weird issues. It's crazy, honestly. Um, so 
what I've been trying to do is figure out ways I can get better audio with the sound, with the with the shower going and listening to my or, you know, or if I'm listening to uh, news in the morning, you know what I mean? It's just I want to have that ability to, to carry the audio with me. So, yeah, that's one of my challenges. So that's another reason I bought it. And with this, I today I hung it on a hook on my towel hook. You know, I just took the took its ring. Turned and then wrapped it around the towel hook and locked it, locked it in place. It has a little, there's a little tiny uh, hook that you can't see there that mm-hmm. hooks on to this side. So I took that and just wrapped it around the towel hook and did that and left it hanging there. You know what I mean? And it was great. It worked really well. Nice. You could also get some of those removable like 3M plastic hooks and put sure. them around your house. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I mean, this is lots of more money and will accomplish the same thing, but you could get a Bluetooth speaker. The problem is Amazon, like I said, well, I could, yes. Just I a could. regular Bluetooth speaker, not I could a get Alexa, a Bluetooth speaker. not a blah, not a whatever. I could get a Bluetooth speaker to solve this problem. My whole problem with that is I have three Bluetooth speakers in my house. <laughs> That's my problem, and I'm not interested in buying another one just to solve one singular problem. I mean, yes, I could have one, but I already have three. Use one of those. Two of them are are Google products, and the other one is a ginormous speaker. (laughs) That that ginormous Polaroid speaker. Oh, yeah. Didn't you get that at a grocery store? I did. Rite Aid. (laughs) Not Rite Aid. I bought it at uh, actually the place that's by my house. But there's the uh, uh, Ollie's. Ollie's. I bought it at Ollie's. It was <laughs> yes. like twelve dollars. <laughs> so how come? I think you mentioned this place before, and how come I've still never been there? I don't know. I don't know. It's great. Yeah, it's I'll literally take you. right around the corner. Yeah. Next time oh. you, next time you're free well, and yeah, the world when, isn't burning, I'll take yeah, you. It's exactly. great. When the world's back, we'll. Uh, it's like we'll have to a, go. it's like a combination of five below a dollar store. And Tuesday morning. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's like you want to buy surplus military boots for some reason? Okay. Do you want to buy also Campbell's soup? Yeah. Do you want to buy every book about Jesus? We got that too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's a large Bible section. Oh, yeah. Hmm. There's a large book section. Honestly, it's kind of weird. It's very strange. I mean, they have... And it's a specific type of book. Jesus books, mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of picture books, like every type of picture book you can possibly imagine. Okay, lots of books for kids, some novels, but not really novels. I mean, it's just a, t- a shit ton of cookbooks, you know, everything for a dollar you can imagine and everything under like $10 you can imagine. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing store. It's fun to just walk around and peruse. I'm sure you can find Prell there, Michael, your favorite shampoo. Your favorite off-brand shampoo. <laughs> it's not off-brand, sir. It's yeah. prescription. <laughs> it is a prescription for my uh, special uh, condition. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have to go there and check it out. Sounds like a like a special place. Yep. You'll not care about it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, going down to the update, lots of stuff there to the yum update, which is empty, but I wanted to ask Mike, uh, he sent me a personal message. If I, may I bring it up now? I thought I sent that to the group, but sure. Go ahead. Uh, oh, you may have, 
I you thought responded it was, personally for some reason. I thought it was just to me. My apologies. Uh, that you are interested, perhaps you're considering subscribing to one of your, um, one of the people you follow on Instagram for some advice and guidance on the ketogenic diet. That is correct. That would is you correct. like to elaborate? I would not. No, okay. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, okay. So I follow this person. We can, we can get into it. I don't care. Um, I follow a person called her account is keto with crystal. Her name is crystal Renault, a very French last name, despite her either being born in, or maybe one of one or more of her parents are from the Philippines. Um, and she recently, when I say recently within the last two to four years, uh, started getting on the keto diet for her own self to become healthier. Mm -hmm. And, but she is also a very much one of these like fitness people that you see working out all the time on Instagram. Yeah. Like that is like, she's working out all the time, you know? So her whole thing is you can still eat keto because a lot of people think that you can't eat keto and still, you know, work out and gain, gain muscle mass and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it's just not true because she is quite strong. In fact, they've made a point several times of her and her boyfriend posting a picture where he's sitting on her shoulders. Yeah. And she's standing there and he is a big, big, massive dude who he does not do the ketogenic diet and he works out like a maniac. His Instagram name is Joey Swole. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> obviously she's strong. So, I mean, you can see it too. I mean, she's just strong. But anyway, the whole point is she uh, sells her services online. What kind to of people? She, exactly. <laughs> I knew you'd be curious. Uh, uh -huh. She's got only fans. At, no, I'm kidding. No. Does she? <laughs> does she though? <laughs> no, she does not. She does not. Um, if she does, let me know. It's like, but, Mike's <laughs> like, I checked repeatedly. <laughs> I mean, you never know, right? You're like, oh, like, dude, there's one girl I've been following. I was like, is she just going to do porn already or what? Then I was like, oh, she does have an OnlyFans. What's up? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> but anyway, um, no, this uh, this one, she, uh, she, she has her own website and everything, and she sells like her kind of like coaching services, mm -hmm. you know, but obviously for, for us, it's going to be remote, you know, they're in Los Angeles or wherever, but um. So, you know, like this is the th the thing she's touting right now is she'll like, you know, help you come up with a meal plan, what you need to shop for, you know, make the shopping list, you know, and but tailor make it to you, you know. So like, oh, you like hamburgers and this and that. Okay. And you don't like this or that. So we'll leave that out, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And so. Yeah, so I, I sent to Evan the, the page where she's running these promotions. And it's not cheap. I mean, it's not a cheap service at all. Um, you know, starts at about 200 some odd dollars for four weeks of, of coaching. Mm -hmm. And goes up from there. You can buy like four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, you know, packages. Um, and the whole reason I want to do this is, well, you know, as everyone knows, 
I'm overweight. I need to lose weight. And now it's like getting to the point of being crazy because I went to the doctor recently and I'm basically I'm diabetic now. Apparently. So I I got there. You won. Congratulations. Yeah. So not good. Right. Um, So now I personally believe that I can reverse this Mm -hmm. completely. Yes. Um, for what I've read, what I've seen, that's that's pack that that's package. That's possible. <laughs> uh, but I have the hardest time getting motivated. The hardest time, like I'll get motivated for a day or two and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna eat keto. It's gonna be great." Yep. And then I'm just like, "Fuck it," you know? Right. And it's like, man, it. I really want that Jerry's Giganto sub or whatever it's called. Yep. Yep. Okay, gotten that a couple times. Preganator. <laughs> yeah, it's like the beast, or I don't remember what it's called. It takes but... nine months to get out of your system. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah. So I thought this might be a way, especially, you know, you have someone helping you, coaching you, even though it's remote and everything. I know that, but helping you develop the meal plans, the shopping list, the this, the that, and helping you keep accountable. There's a weekly weigh in. Mm-hmm. You know, all this kind of stuff. So I figured that might help me stay accountable, stay on the right track. Okay. And Evans, Ali, well, go ahead, Evan. Say what you I Well, I, I had advised against that stating she, her rates are not outrageous. They are, you know, it's not cheap, as Mike said. Um, it's like 150 a month. You do get some customization. You get, you know, email questions that they say 24 seven access. I don't know how realistic that is. Um, and if you buy more, if you buy like two months and three months and stuff like that, you get a bit of a discount. But I was saying, just put that money towards the food you're going to eat. Uh, you know, she has some sample meals up there, like steak, chicken, asparagus, you know, over a salad and stuff like that. So I said, just go buy that. You know, she already does a yearly steak and eggs challenge on Instagram for a month. So just do that for a month. You don't, you know, paying. I 100% understand what you're saying and the thought process. But in my personal experience, even paying someone does not put the accountability and motivation on them. Like, you know, having the service is probably not going to make you more motivated just because you spent money on it. And what I would recommend is doing the 30-day steak and egg or beef and egg diet. Um, Also, since we're all Reddit boys now, you can check out the Keto subreddit, and maybe there are some accountability groups on there. There's certainly meal plans. There's like keto, there's like a keto recipes, Instagram, stuff like that. So, I mean, if you want to get the plan, maybe she offers a, a fantastic service. Check out some reviews or something. Um, but you can definitely do it without spending that extra subscription money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, something to think about. Yep. Um, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe this is, I'll say, okay, okay. I'm going to give it one more shot. I'm going to really try, you know. Mm-hmm. And then if I still 
can't fucking do it. Then maybe in a month or something, I then I subscribe to her. Whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can go back to the keto chow, which worked, and just realize you're gonna shit your brains out for a month. You know, so that's the price you got to pay. Yeah, I know it's not an attractive <laughs> proposition, uh, but it does take a while for your digestive tract to uh, adjust. After 30 years of abuse. Right. James, any thoughts? Any feelings? I mean, I'm super negative, dude. Cool. (laughs) And I think, I mean... We've noticed. I think you have to, like, totally collapse inside to make a decision to be better. And I think, I don't think, even though we've all collapsed inside many times over... I still don't think any of us have reached true rock bottom. And I don't think, I think you're going to spend this money and then not do anything. Um, I think, I know me personally, I've spent so much money on health, help on, on improvement stuff, and I don't do anything with it. The I know for me, the only way I'd be successful with something like this is if this lady came to my fucking house mm-hmm. and hit me with a fucking baseball bat till I did better. Like, that's the only way, like, or I went to the Marines. Like, <laughs> I went to the Marine Corps weight loss program, which is like becoming a Marine. You know what I mean? Like, I just know my know me, right? So I don't know, man. I, I say go for it. If you can become successful, do it. If this is what you need, go for it. I'm excited for you. I want you to win. You know, I hope you do. I hope you can pull it off. If you can pull it off, maybe I can pull it off. Maybe $150 a month is worth it. If it if you if you become like a thin boy, you know. That's it. Okay. But, but you're not optimistic. I mean, I'm not optimistic about anything that involves some some away program just because life happens. You know what I mean? It's not even a matter of like Michael is weak and can't follow through. It's not even a matter of that. It's just a matter of like to be where we are, <laughs> to get where we've gotten in life, you have to have a real real, real wherewithal to be like, I don't care about what my body needs. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You got to have a really, a really deep understanding that you do not give a shit. So I don't think an away program, a telecommuting program to be healthy is actually going to do anything. You know, I mean, we've all done something similar here on the show, lose weight and receive $8 million. And, you know, I think Michael lost the weight. I didn't give him any money. <laughs> Evan gave him money, and that was the end of it. You know what I mean? I didn't lose any weight. I didn't even compete. You know what I mean? It's just like, like right. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a great thing. I, I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to be successful. And also, I think it's a waste of money. I think it's a lot of money. I think if you're going to do it, you could do it yourself. You, you have to be in the well, headspace. Of course, you could do it yourself, but yeah, you got to be any of us doing it ourselves. Well, no, we're not, but I don't know that like someone from a distance being like, hey, you can do better is going to help. I guess if she calls you and makes you feel guilty all the time, that will help. But mm-hmm. I mean, like you're human scum, so you got to be bullied. <laughs> I mean, you got to be bullied or you got to be made to feel like trash. That's how it is. That's how that's how we respond to stuff. You know, I can't say we. That's how I respond to stuff. <laughs> I have a nurse from Aetna call me once a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, because of my blood pressure, and so she called me yesterday, day before yesterday. She's like, "Hey, I wasn't expecting her to call me, and I hadn't done any of the stuff she asked me to do." 
was like, hey, I have a, I'm in a phone call for work. Can I call you back? <laughs> I said, can we talk tomorrow? She's like, yeah, sure. She calls me back the next day. I was like, I'm just not going to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just didn't have to ignore her. You know, I felt bad, but at the same time, I was like, I don't, I'll feel guilty, and then I'll have to be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't take my blood pressure medication. I mean, I didn't take my blood pressure. I didn't do a blood pressure check. I just haven't done any stuff you asked me to do. I'm pretty sure I ate like seven pizzas in one day. You know, I'm not doing better in any kind of way. So, right. Yeah. Hmm. Can't, um, can't someone just like do all this for us though? Yeah. It's Can like, we pay for that? that. It's like work, work me out, you know, yeah. or like, you know, like, or I don't even need to work out. I just need to lose weight. So however that happens, you know, right. I mean, there needs to be, unfortunately, I think the way your life, way our lives work there's no like away camp, but that's what you need. You need like an away camp, like a yeah. fat camp you can go to as an adult. Like you take six weeks off and go thing? to this fat camp where they don't let you you eat fucking salad and they work you like a fucking slave until you build better habits. You know, because six weeks is long enough for you to see some real improvement and be like, wow, I can change my life. You know, and at the same time while you're away, they're in your house getting rid of food, only letting you buy certain things. And then so you come back home and they say, here, here's a card. You can use this card. We put your money on it. This is the only card you can use to buy food, you know? And then they have to have like a fucking AA meeting type guy or gal who comes like, think about why AA meetings exist. Because you need a, you need a P, a group of people to help you be strong, you know? And you need to physically go see them, not do it over the web. You need to sit down and look Jan in the face so she knows you're drunk right now you know like you need to you need to look her in the eye so she knows because she knows your pain you know I don't know man we'll see I have faith in you Michael I just want you to do great things brother I love you I want you to be successful and skinny and thin and fuck all these bitches I can't get with you know <laughs> um, I want to live vicariously through the head of your cock <laughs> why <laughs> he's like why <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say why. I said my. Oh, <laughs> and Evan said geez or whatever. He said. I was like, okay, got really intense right there. Yeah, huh? we both we both are like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, my word, you know, that's like this guy, Ben. You can do it too, James. Flattery only gets you so far. Yeah, man. What do I say? Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, thank you for the recap, Mike. Uh, keep us up to date. Mike, let's get a link to that program, I guess. Are you going to do that? You going to put that in sure. there? Sure. Yeah, let's I'll, get that. Uh, I'll send the link. Drop it in there. Or I'll, I'll put it in the extra section. How about that? Yeah, that works. That works. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, while we're in the extra section, after you put that link in there, and you want to tell us uh, the truth about something we've all been lied to. About. Yeah, so I've seen this before, but then I, I kind of forgot about it, and now I came across it again on Reddit. Um, there's a Reddit, a subreddit, I guess it's called, uh, about <gasps> the conspiracy that birds are not real. It's conspiracy or fact? It's up for debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the, the description here of the community, the subreddit says here, This is a subreddit for the most woke among us, a safe haven for believers to gather, support one another in the times of adversity, and share images and stories 
that propel the cause forward. And what is that cause? That that cause is that birds aren't real. So if birds aren't real, what are they? Are they figments of our imagination? No. Implanted memories? No. They are, generally speaking, they are drones. And one aren't we all? Another. I mean, these are like mechanical drones. These are... Right, right, right. You know, these are machines. They're the government spy- spying on you. Um, you know, it's just, that's what it is. So, wake up, sheep. <laughs> it's very impressive. What's Isn't the... It? What's the most devious drone out there? I mean, because we we all know a lot, pigeon. Of, a lot of the pigeon. Is it just because of the numbers? Yeah, and you know they're everywhere. People are desensitized to them. You know, right? True. They'll say they'll say anything while they're around. That's true. You know. What so about? Uh, are there any theories having to related to this? Maybe it's you know not the not the goal of this subreddit, but. Um, to like American, you know, gray squirrels. There are people who mostly ignore them. Also, that's true, Evan. You might be onto something. I I haven't seen anything about that in this particular subreddit. Right, but it's possible that maybe there's a parallel here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Food for thought. James, were you gonna say something? I think I interrupted you. No, no, you're fine. I, I'm looking. I was looking for uh, a video for my uh, for for the for the thing, but I'm gonna add in. Uh, yeah, no, about the birds aren't real. Yeah, it's just wacky, Ben. <laughs> I mean, this is an old. It's an old thing. It's just like okay, cool. Well, hear him out. I mean, hear him out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a fun <laughs> thing that some guy decided to do, and Reddit made it its own thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure the guy who initially thought this up, who was on TV like five years ago talking about birds aren't real. Um, he was on some local news channel and local news was like, what? <laughs> you know? And he sat up there with a straight face and said, birds aren't real. You know what I mean? And he looked like a total nut job doing it. It was great. It was great comedy, great TV, you know? And that's where this all came from. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, just like, you know, the way right. the time and place for these memes and this Reddit, I just went through this Reddit a fair amount. It's not funny. It's just like, okay. You know, I think, I think birds that aren't real is funny on its face as like, it's funny the way that meatspin.com is a reminiscent funny thing, Mm -hmm. but going to meatspin.com and actually sitting down and watching like an hour and a half of it, you don't want to do that. And this Reddit is not an, it's, it's okay. It's just like pictures of birds and people saying wacky things. I mean, I, it's sort of okay, but you know, I don't know. I'd rather look at. There's like, there's lots of really funny subreddits out there. I don't think this is one of them. I think this is just like a place where people can forget their worries and <laughs> meme with other people who are also crazy and have a good time, like knowing that the whole thing is crazy. You know, it what sounds I mean? like the internet. Yeah, I guess, but I think the internet, in some ways, takes itself seriously. And this thing is completely and totally 
taking itself seriously, but totally memeing at the same time. It's kind of interesting because most people on the internet, I think, either are memeing totally or they are totally taking themselves seriously. But here, the meme is taken seriously with the full knowledge that it is a meme and totally untrue. You know, I think it's somewhere in the middle, which makes it special. So it's special, but it's not. I don't think it's super entertaining anymore beyond the whole birds aren't real. What do you mean? (laughs) It's a thing, you know, beyond that. But that's me. You know, I'm a wet blanket when it comes to this kind of shit. It's true. Now, let's not discount this because um, just over a quarter of a million people are subscribed to the subreddit. (laughs) That's no small feat. Yeah. As we know, birds have small feet. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, Evan. All right. Uh, all right. Mike, I you, you uh, graced yeah, us with the, the link. Keto with Crystal. Uh, it's just ketowithcrystal.com slash diet programs. Mm-hmm. And she talks about her one-on-one coaching programs and what it, what it entails and blah, blah, blah. Um, she also can do a single coaching call if you want. You could you could buy that if you wanted to. You know, just so she can get you set up on the right, the right path. Yep. Um, she has people. Uh, she has a bunch of before and after pictures of people down below. You know, they're doing their keto thing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we all know keto works. Yes, it does. Some so, good results in those pictures. Anyway, yeah, you guys can check out this website. She's got some good stuff on here. Um, but yeah, that's thank you very much. That's about it. Yep. Um, James, tell us yeah. how to make money and how to lose it all. Uh, well, I talked about this before. I just linked this in here because Michael was like, "I don't know what you're talking about," but we did talk about Wall Street Best before. I did link it in the podcast before uh, recently, just this year. Hashtag don't believe you. Yep, I know. Uh, So this is, anyway, this is a link to Wall Street Bets, r slash Wall Street Bets. This is a subreddit you can go to to find, basically, I don't want to say Wall Street advice. I wouldn't go to it for that. This is a place you can go to for to see people with way too much money and way too much time do crazy things on Robinhood. And it's mostly on Robinhood and also some regular brokerage accounts, but you find a lot of people abusing Robinhood. Like, and they, I mean, we're talking about like going from like $17,000 worth of stock to like $117,000 worth of stock and then down to 10,000 or 12,000 or negative $50,000 worth of stock. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> like people like they post basically crazy things they've done and uh, you read some articles on wall street bets that are like spicy as fuck like there's one guy i read i I spent like about 20 minutes reading this article he wrote this like kind of thing he wrote about it's kind of i don't know op-ed whatever you want to call it and it was basically like it was like welcome to wall street bets newbies here's what not to do and it was like he was like for the for the he's like for the Chad Bulls out there, don't bet it all on whatever you know. What I mean, like it's like that, you know what I mean. But it was it's funny and interesting, and you know I think they're not trying to teach you anything. This is the kind of place you should go because you know something about it already. So, mm-hmm. but it's fun to read if you're sort of interested in stocks. But I'd be careful. Like obviously, don't. It's not advice. 
Don't take it as financial advice. These guys are doing high risk, crazy things and they're making big money, but they're also making big nutty bets too. So yeah, just be weary. Be careful about that, you know, but it's fun. It's fun to look at if you're interested in wall street or you have some basic knowledge or you want to just see wild shit happening. Yeah. I've seen some things on this subreddit before people post screenshots of their balance being like, as you said, like negative $50,000. Yeah. I say, how's that work? Yeah. It's kind of impossible. Yeah. Exploiting the system. All right. Well, Buy thank you for margin. the recap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she bets a crazy place. Um, okay. So, uh, the other thing I have the article in sovereign nine things to help you prepare, help police prepare for sovereign citizens. I, I read the first two things. They're fun. It's a fun read. If you don't know what sovereign citizens are, this might help you understand a little bit. Um, but yeah, fun stuff. Interesting. Interesting. Thank you. Um, next up, I didn't put a link, but I can put a link here. It's Invictus Fleet Week in Star Citizen. So I don't talk too much about Star Citizen, but when they have things going on, I do talk about them. So they do have a patch, and Invictus Fleet Week is the in-game, in-lore week when the fleet comes around to basically in the game's lore, Fleet Week or Invictus Week is the week that symbolizes when all the new recruits leave home for that period of time. They leave home and they first go to the fleet to go be recruits. So um, it's a it's a time that commemorates the first Tavarin War, also part of the game's lore. And so now it's just become like this kind of like celebration of Fleet Week for for the real world. <laughs> it's a time for Cloud Imperium games to try to sell more ships <laughs> and display ships that they you haven't seen. You won't get to see yet. So right now, the only interesting thing, the only reason I mention this is because in the game is a AI fleet of ships you've never seen in game before. So that's the Javelin uh, heavy heavy frigate or whatever it's called, heavy cruiser, and uh, two Idris carriers, I guess you can call them that, Idris Corvettes, I think they are, and then a few other small ships. Uh, and some fighters. So basically what happens is if you're there when they come in, they spawn in somewhere in the in the system and they fly around and dock at a few different space stations. And basically they're there so you can go look at the ships and it's ships that players won't get their hands on for who knows when to come. The the javelin was five thousand dollars. So there are not that many of them in circulation. Um it's it's the biggest ship in the game. It's pretty cool. Um, the Idris is also a cool ship. Another one, another one of the big massive ships. Um, and then they have a fighter squadron. So basically, what would be tantamount to the Blue Angels, but it's Squadron Nine Nine Nine, which is a horrible name. Nine Nine Nine. It's just a horrible yeah. name. <laughs> yep. Um, but it's basically like their kind of sell. You know. It's a Blue Angels for Star Citizen, basically. And it's an AI fleet that flies um, Space Cap for them. So Space Combat Air Patrol around the fleet. Um, and there's like five of them. Um, and they fly around the fleet and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. I mean, nothing... I wouldn't go crazy, but it's it's cool. It's cool to see, you know, these sh- massive ships. They dock and fly around and stuff like that. You get to see the AI do things. So if you have Star Citizen and you feel like going to see the new ships, you want to go see Fleet Week and all that kind of stuff and see the see the fight the big ships that you you can't afford and that no one has, then this is a good opportunity to do it. It's going on for three or four more like five more days. 
So it'll be done at the be- at the at the end of the month. So worth checking out. Okay, so it's like a Memorial Day parade kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and it corresponds with Memorial Day in America. Um, in IRL. In IRL, yeah. Uh, in IRL. Yes, a- <laughs> ATM machine in IRL. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, ATM machine, Nick card in IRL. <laughs> um, cat card. Yeah, cat card. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of those. Um, so last thing I've got is just a video. <laughs> it's Elon Musk's new kid, I guess, as an as a teenager. <laughs> um, it's like called the Musk Family. It's like a sitcom. Like it, it's like a little quick video. It's really funny, and it shows his. He's like introducing his son to his old son, and he's like, "Damien, this is your brother, Axe Ash Twelve, whatever." And he's like, he's like, they show fucking. He says his hands out like a robot, and he and he just looks. He looks at him, opens his mouth, and it's like, <laughs> like modem sounds come out, and it's so <laughs> funny. So it's like a fucking like two or three minute video. It's worth your time if you want to see something funny. That's good. Um, Dude, this guy, I didn't realize this was his channel or anything. He was, I'm sure he's uh, associated with like an online comedy group. But do you remember recently there was uh, a video about like, what are you doing, stepbrother? Yes. This is him. Oh, it is? I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have we talked about that stepbrother video? That video is hilarious. I'm sure dude. we did. It was I've good. I've watched it like five times. It's so funny. <laughs> She's like, how do I boil water? He's like, you fucking shitting me. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but I'll definitely gonna, give this a watch. I'm not going to talk about it here because I haven't added them in yet, but I'm going to add in the Trump ad um, that's his counter ad, and then I'll find the corpse. I'm going I'm to look for the corpse uh, dancing ad um, because it's really funny. It's a really funny ad here. Yep, I just found it. Yeah, so I'll add this in so you can see these two these two ads. These anti-Biden ads, they're just on the nose, man. They're, it's good stuff. Crazy times we live in. Yeah. Didn't you have an optimistic look about politics when when you were younger? Like, politicians know what they're doing. It's for our, our benefit and everything. And it's, like, disappointing now seeing this. I think it's always been like this, but we just didn't know any better. Probably. I think as an adult, you kind of, like... And even as an adult, I mean, I've, I have we have a lot of friends who don't know any better, you know. I mean, they just don't pay attention. They don't open their eyes. They don't. And I, I don't. I think pol. I think politics is designed to keep you out of the loop. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, we. I think we talked about. Did we talk about? Yeah, we talked about that policy, the the thing that Pelosi was pushing. It's nine hundred pages long. You know. I mean regular people aren't going to read this and it's like designed by lawyers. Yeah. You know? So I don't know, man, I, I, it's upsetting, but I don't think anything can change America. America is just doomed. You know, I just say, buy your bullets, get your guns, buy your land, get your fucking, your, your, your grain, your long lasting grains and legumes, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) plan out your compound, get your group of friends together. You know, so you can have a have an escape plan for you or your future future generations of your family. That's the that I think is the move. It's only a matter of time. I hate to say that. It sounds super negative, 
but I just don't see, I see the future either being, and you didn't ask me this, you didn't ask me anything, but <laughs> I see the future being either we're going to continue living in this America until we become a corporate owned wasteland like Snow Crash, which I think is the high likelihood thing. And so the only thing that's going to save you is being able to own your own land and have paid it and own it outright, you know, so no corporation could take it from you. Or in total, some some everyone rises up. We're going to get some, some a reverse Trump who's going to motivate everybody who is against capitalist policies to rise up and we're going to have a civil war, mm. you know, not on race lines, but on class lines, you know. So. Right. Well, I look forward to the future. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before we head out of here? No, I'll take your silence as a deafening no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you all for staying with us. If you've made it this far. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. As always, check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. There you'll find our social media links on the right side, along with um, all of our previous posts and ways to support the podcast through Patreon or Amazon Affiliate. So thank you once again, and we'll talk to you next week. Cause I'm feeling so cold